Welcome to Critapocalypse episode 114. Jesus Christ, we made it. Finally, 114. And how does it feel to be doing an episode that is also the same age as we both are? 114 years. How many? 114 episodes. Look at look at what we've done. How are you doing? I've got a bit of a cold. Yeah? Yeah? Mm-hmm. All right, champ. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Took the day off work. You took the day off work? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Are you not working tomorrow either? I'm working tomorrow. Oh, you're working tomorrow. Did you Switch. sacrifice tomorrow Yeah. to the gods of a sickie? <laughs> yep. Oh, bud. No, bud. Oh, bud of calls. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry to hear that. I might work from home tomorrow. <sighs> <laughs> oh, that's why I could never work retail again, because I love working from home every so often. I'm not going to, because there's no point. What am I going to do? Just stare into the abyss. No, I don't want to do You can off work like you normally do and just binge watch Netflix instead of working. Do you see me catch that ghost vomit in my hand? Anyway, Anne, episode 114 of Crypt Apocalypse. What do we do here? What are we doing? Why are we doing it? What is? What does it all mean? Well, I'll tell you what it means. We're going to review some stuff and fangs. So, each of us is going to review four things. They could be anything. It could be media, food, TV, music... Life in general. Like you could, if you wanted to, to give you a crazy example. Games. To give you a crazy example, you could review Verrucas. Ew! Say all the girls that listen to our podcast and many ladies. But the girls called Veruca. What? Veruca's a girl's name. It's a terrible girl's name. What kids are named Veruca beyond the one from Charlie and Chocolate Factory? That's Veruca Salt. Veruca Salt? Who? Yeah, Veruca Salt. Who? The character from um, Charlie and Chocolate Factory. No, no. Willy Wonka. No. Are you thinking Matilda? Not a Roldal thing. It's one of those old books that they used to make Victorian kids read. The sort of one you know, you got your your uh, aunts and aunties. The aunt and auntie aunties are always like, oh, it was so much better in our day. Those the sort of books they read when they were kids. <laughs> the ones where instead of eating a meal, they would look at a picture of a meal and feel somehow satiated. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was enough for them back yeah. then. Back then, when they were walking 10 miles to school. We didn't have the internet and the world was a better place. No. Dysentery. Nice bollocks. Murdered homosexuals, you know, Eddie's. I don't like this new PC culture where you can't call someone a name when they've not given you permission to do so. It's madness. I think the world's just fucked anyway. People are going to ruin it somehow. Uh, speaking of that, and why don't you go on to your first review? Why don't you do that? Why don't you fucking do it? Champ. Oh, what am I going to review them? Scamp. Has there been any wrestling stuff? Probably. I, I don't remember what happens on wrestling events. Okay. Has there been any TV stuff? No, TV. they stopped TV. for Stopped TV? For oh, I didn't notice that. They ended. TV ended? Yeah. Finally. Season what, finale. What <laughs> Um, ended. Okay, alright. What about movie stuff? No, uh, nothing. No movies Did you see up. The Lion Kings? No. The sequel to The Lion no. King? No? No. Did you see. Uh, did you see Will Smith's I'm a Genie? Look at the Genie. No. No? Did you see. I don't go to see every film that comes out in cinema. I'm not going to see some rubbish indie movies like Aladdin or The Lion King. Not like some sort of psychopath who, yeah. who would go see that. Go see real movies like Avengers. An Aladdin. Yeah. No, you wouldn't see Aladdin. <laughs> Alright, anyway, so uh, okay, go for your first review. Um oh, oh I watched a film like a month ago, I should probably talk about that. Um there's a film called Action Point I watched. 
It's not very good. Um, so this is action point film. It's got Johnny Knoxville and Chris Pontius in it and a bunch of other people you've never seen before. And it's basically like, I think their whole idea was they were going to do some crazy jackass style stunts, but in a film, a proper film. Yeah. With lighting and sets and stuff. What's the plot direct though, him. But I'm just saying that this is set up. That, that's, that, that's what they plan to do. But they could only get two of the jackass crew in the film. Cause, Which two? Um, Chris Pontius and Johnny Knoxville. So they don't have, they don't have a wee man. No. They don't have a fat guy. No, none of them. Not a single one of them. Do you have a Steve-O? Just think, all of them are too busy to appear in the low-budget... They don't even have Danger Aaron. No. Bam Margera? No, he's in rehab or something these he's days. He's not doing good. He's no. not doing good. Let's not make it And there's other one who's dead. Ryan Dunn. Yeah. That was real sad. I liked Ryan Dunn. Dead as dicks. He is. But anyway, so this film... Johnny Knoxville's... Because he, he loves old man makeup. It starts off with him in old man makeup and he's telling his granddaughter about a time years ago... When he had a theme park, and it wasn't one of these namby pamby safe theme parks. Back in our days, it wasn't one of those safe spaces. you had a little thing called personal responsibility, and everyone just got in danger if they got hurt. You just got up and walked it off, and stuff. So he's got a theme park that's basically a death trap, and a real Wait. theme park's opening around the corner. Yeah, does he specifically say personal? Yeah, personal responsibility. responsibility and all he that. actually says that when he's building rides that potentially could kill people. Yeah, yeah. Like when you when it flashes back to the. Late seventies, early eighties. I guess early eighties, because yeah. they won't stop mentioning the Clash. But there's not one Clash song license in the film. Oh yeah, of course there isn't. Um, so they they you see the theme park and it's stuff like goes down a water slide and he jumps onto the water slide instead of sitting on it and sliding down and just falls through it. Yeah, you know stuff like that. They, the brakes on the right. They got one of those rides that was like we sit on the little cart and it goes down the lip flume. Yeah, yeah, like a luge, and you're yeah. supposed to pull the brakes to slow yourself down, but the brake doesn't work, so they just fly off the corner. Yeah, all that sort of stuff. That's just murder. But, yeah, it's all dangerous. Everyone going flying, and you get to see Johnny Knoxville get thrown through the air. Yeah, I'm guessing it's all real as well because he's so broken yeah. at this point. Yeah, of course the end credits are just him falling off of things. Really? Like, yeah, they even did a thing where they catapult him through a hole in a barn. That man got to make a film with Jackie Chan. Yeah, lucky boy. What a luck. You know, Jack. I mean, Jackie Chan in his eighties. However old Jackie Chan is now. 60s. But um. Yeah, so it's just a thing where there's a real theme park opening around the corner, and there's sort of like, you think it's going to be us versus them, like the theme park's going to drive away their business and they've got to compete, and that's sort of the thing. But then there's like stuff like, it just seems to just solve the problems in like two scenes and then move on. Wow. So they, they only really go to this theme park once. There's never a bit where they go and see this other theme park and see what it is. They yeah. go and steal some stuff from it in the middle of the night, so you don't have to see the theme park and you can just make it look like a bit of a warehouse. Yeah. And then there's stuff like, one of the guys in the town gets his son purposefully injured so they can sue him and try and get him shut down and stuff. And, you know, or they go, oh, we're going to get some animals in. And they go and catch some animals from the nearby woods and just put them in to, you know, like a bear just wandering around because yeah. it's more dangerous and the rules are off. The, you know, because now there's going to be no rules at all and no safety on purpose, you know, because they're just going to let kids do what they want. They put a loop the loop on the water flume. And it's all just them, you know, excuse for jackass style stunts, except there's only two members of the jackass crew. And the whole time this is going on, he's got a daughter who's come to visit, mm. and it's her summer staying with him yeah. while she's not with her mum. And yeah. her, you know, and you know that in the future, her mum, when present day, her mum's a bit stuck up and doesn't like fun and stuff. You think, anyway. She looks a bit like Sarah Chalk, but it's not Sarah Chalk, which is a waste okay. of money. She should have got Sarah Chalk. Yeah. Um, so the whole thing is just like the daughter's wants to bond with her dad and she you know she feels a bit estranged from him because she's a teenager now and all this mm. and she loves the clash 
And her dad promises to take her to the clash, and then later on the film he forgets all about because he's so wrapped up in the theme park stuff. Um, is it actually a theme park, or is it just an assortment of hills where they've got stuff? They've got like really like cobbled together wooden roller coasters and stuff like that. But, like, is it like a fence? It's like keep... it's like imagine if you built a theme park only buying all the parts off Ali by AliExpress, <laughs> like. It's like that's the theme park you'd expect. Like the, all the yeah. rides are just like cobbled together, barely functional. You know, it's all it's a mess. It's dangerous. It's very dangerous, and they let kids in there. Is it a good film? No, not really. It just it lacks any real drama. Like all these little things where it's like, oh, this person wants to shut it down, and you know they go and steal stuff from the other place. It's all like things that happen for a few minutes, and that's like that would be like the overarching plot of the film normally. Mm. Um. The only real plot of the film is him supposed to be bonding with his daughter, but then that gets forgotten about for like 40 minutes and then it'll come up again, then it gets forgotten about for a bit and then comes up again. Um, eventually, like when he was meant to take her to the Clash concert, she sneaks out and runs away. Mm-hmm. And there's a whole sequence where she's getting drunk with friends and they're playing music, but they're not listening to the Clash because they didn't license the Clash. They're listening to The Damned. Oh, okay. And I'm like, why not just have her want to listen to The Damned? Yeah. Like so, quite clearly, band. they made the film with the intention of the Clash, the Clash be there, and, and yeah, using the Clash license, and they couldn't get the license. But rather than just go in and just do a bit of overdubbing, I really, Dad, I really like the Damned. <laughs> so overdub those I lines want a in. CGI in Mike to rise up, you know, <laughs> yeah. like one of those really cheap, cheap Flash pin, animations. Pin, no, just like, pen, the Damned pin Mike. Yeah. But you know, like how in. Demolition Man in different versions around the world. In some countries, say Taco Bell took yeah. over all restaurants. Now all Pizza Huts are restaurants yeah. and all that. You know, they just double line. Could have just done that. It's only a few scenes. She's yeah. wearing a Clash T-shirt though, so in one scene. So while she's Damn dancing it. to the Damned, Damn smash it. it up as well. The cheapest of all the Damned songs oh, to get because it's the one that all of them have. It's the one that goes, "I want a Damned song. I'm going to get smash it up." Even Batman Forever had that, but they got the Offspring to cover it. Yeah, they did. Yeah. It was actually in the greatest soundtrack of all time. It's actually a right cover. Yeah, greatest greatest soundtrack of all time. What for Batman? Batman Forever soundtrack is the greatest soundtrack of all time. Kiss from a Rose. Yeah, that's yeah. A good song. Fucking, it's got it's got flaming lips on it. It does. That's Prince. Yeah, PJ Harvey. There's a Prince song on there as well, didn't it? No, not Prince. Prince is on the original soundtrack. He's on the original. He did yeah. the original. Yeah, he did the whole he thing. Curated it. Yeah, great. He did Bat Dance. Yeah, yeah. Fucking classic. Batman Forever is the greatest soundtrack of all time. Everyone knows that. You just mentioned Prince did one of the soundtracks, and then you're ignoring that fact. Still saying Batman Forever is the best soundtrack. Yeah, it's not Prince's best work. <gasps> yeah, that's true. All right. Anyway, Purple yeah. Rain's is probably some of his best work. <sighs> classic. I'm not a big fan of Purple Rain. <laughs> Alphabet. The song though. Uh, the song. I'm yeah. not a big fan of. I like the album. Okay. All right. Well, Aaron, it's not good. No. No. I mean, like, would you say there is ever a time when this would be something you'd recommend? Yeah. Like, if someone's doing the washing up and they've got something on in the background or hoovering. No. 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 It's just not worth it. The thing is, is, there's not enough jackassy stuff to appeal to the jackassy types. Yeah. And because it's a proper, like, shot, edited, produced film, it doesn't feel. This, like, even though they're doing the stunts for real, yeah. because they've shot it like that, it feels like they're not. Oh, uh, okay. Because now you're thinking, oh, it's just a regular. Yeah. produce film and every now and again there's like a special effect or something that's plainly a stunt rig or something going on and it's like it doesn't have that rawness that Jackass has it's like a bad grandpa film people love but I just eh. I thought it was alright but that's the thing it's like it's that one's shot like a regular film and stuff and it starts losing some of its edge when mm. it's not just a bunch of twats messing around yeah I think that that's I think that you have to do them as found footage don't you a bit like Borat you have mm. to or, or Bruno to a found footage like just they all died yeah <laughs> No, Steve so died to, from an infection. You have to do, it, you have to do it like shaky cam handheld footage. Yeah. Where it does it loses some of its appeal because it's too easy to 
pick out where things been done. Yeah. Oh, what a shame. What a but, fucking you know, shame. But I watched it because my mate was like, yeah, oh, that's really good. And the guy, just, I don't know where he picks up these this information did from. You, did you go to him? Shame. Yeah. Shame! And then afterwards, I made him watch Power Rangers. So, Great film. Yeah. Uh-oh, we're in trouble. Not actually in the film, that song. It's on the end credits. Is it on the end credits? Mm-hmm. After the Van Halen song. <laughs> so you have to wait through all of the credits to get to it. Yeah, it's got a Van Halen song on the end credits. Like Van Halen did a song. Eddie Rangers. Van Halen did a song for Power Rangers the movie. the movie. Of course he did. Of course he did, because he'll do anything for money. It's a freaking legend, man. All right. And so shampoo. There's people who's, they're not, they oh, did, we're, oh, who... Oh, we're in trouble. We're in trouble, yeah. It's also got... Um, is this Soundgarden or something on the it soundtrack? Does. Yeah, it's Soundgarden right. song. Yeah. It has a few songs on there. It's quite good. Um, all right, anyway. Uh, okay, my first review. Did I give you permission to review something? Sorry. Sorry, Daddy. Can I review something? Yeah, okay. Please. Yeah. Cool. Fuck yeah. All right, well, back to Netflix. Pew, 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 pew. At which point blank? What the new? remake of a French movie, which is a, new, a remake of another movie that is about a nurse, played by Anthony Mackie. Point blank. Pardon? Point blank. Yeah. Not not gross point blank. Point break. Point not point break. Oh. Point blank. Oh. I never heard of it. Okay. So Netflix Netflix bought a movie, it stars Anthony Mackie and uh Crossbones, I can't remember his fucking name, Frank Grillo. Um and Anthony Mackie plays a nurse or a doctor, it's not really made clear, who works in a hospital. One day Frank Grillo is brought in, Frank Grillo's like, let me free and Anthony Mackie's like, no, you're a criminal. You changed to, you're chained to a table. You ain't going nowhere. And he's like, come on, let free me, please. You're chained now. to a table. He's handcuffed. Oh, right, he's not. No, he's he not chained. Thought, not like, not a blonker. I want to make sure because I thought you said he's changed into a table. Oh, that'd be amazing. Table man, Stanley's final piece of work. Mm. Um, so anyway, so yeah, so he, he gets free and runs off, kidnaps Anthony Mackie's wife and makes it so Anthony Mackie basically has to keep him going so that he can bring down the bring down the chain of corrupt cops that have meant that he's had to go on the run and seek justice and also that he got arrested. Yeah, it's, it's as generic as it sounds, and it's pretty generic sounding. So, but Anthony Mackie can't take on crossbones on his own. He needs the help of Scarlet. Anthony Witch. Mackie is pretty good in this, as is Frank Grillo. Frank Grillo does the action bits. Anthony Mackie does a few action bits. And then in the end, everything's fine. Oh, except for Frank Grillo's brother gets shot. Spoilers! Who's his brother? Oh, I can't remember. It looks like that kid from Stranger Things, but it's not him. What's his name? His character's name? <coughs> brother. Brother. Brother, brother. Fair enough. As in, like, you're my brother, and his name is brother. Mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Frank Grillo has a bit of an emotional moment there, but it, it, all in all, it's super generic. Is it like that film where Dave Bautista's brother, played by Rob Van Dam, gets beaten up, and then Dave Bautista gets angry? That sounds amazing. What is that film? I can't remember. It's a film they were both I watched oh, Final Point, up. starring Dave Bautista, and I reviewed that a few weeks, months ago. This is this is like, it was filmed before Guardians of the Galaxy, so oh, okay. it's before David, Dave Bautista thought maybe I should get acting lessons. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so gross. Uh, He's sorry. the first Dave that comes up now when you type Dave. Who Dave Batista? Yeah, before so, Dave Franco. Uh, so yeah, so point point blank, I can't I can't say that it's it, it's it's just very generic action movie. It's so it's it's bland. It's porridge. It's gruel. It's a mm, mm, I can't. That's not. There's no flavour. There's no flavour. That's flavor. not a thing. Don't do that. There's no flavour to this. There isn't, there isn't any flavour. So, I mean, I'm just, I'm just a, 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 it's just disappointing, really. 
Like, could have done a bit more with it, but I guess not. So it gets my seal of approval. Watch it. Check it out. <laughs> it's it's going to get... Oh, God, what is... 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 What, is, what, is, what, what can I say? What can I do? That's the problem. Oh, I'm going to give it David Duchovny. David Duchovny. David Duchovny. It's bland. It's David bland. Duchovnik. David Duchovnik. It's, it's bland. Man. It's so bland. Wrong it's side a, of town. It's so bland. That's the problem. It is. It's just. It's just. It's. Hi there, Sky. What are we looking at? Oh, aliens. My guess. Oh no, Sky. The aliens have got us. Guess who's in wrong, wrong side, side of, of town. town? Steven Seagal. Oh, Stormy Daniels. What? <laughs> I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. Back in 2010. Oh, Jesus, that was a long time ago. Yeah. That was before the troubles. Mm. 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 So, all right, uh, I, that's my review of... That's that's my review of Point Blank. Point Blank. Pointless Blank. Bland. Blank. Nothingness. Your review, Ant. Oh shit! What am I supposed to review now? I don't know. Um, Toast. I did Agrex go last time. That's the thing I was trying to remember if yeah. I'd done or not. Um, I mean, uh, I could do that. We haven't done that Godzilla game, have we? What game? We've both been playing Godzilla Defense Force. Yeah, I've actually played quite a lot. Um, oh, probably you fucking about, lied to me. About fifteen, twenty hours on it. You fucking probably. lied to me because I keep sitting there for like an hour and not oh realizing. Oh my god! The time I stuff. said to you. We were just talking about this, mm. and you blatantly lied to me. Do you have a charger that I can use for my phone? Probably not. Is it a micro USB-C? Yeah. Can I borrow it? Fuck. Is sake. it plugged in? You're going to knock it into things, right? I'm not going to knock it into things, I promise. Oh. I'm not going to knock it into things, but there is an octopus in the room uh, making my... cable-like noises. Uh. Anyway, go to the Defence Force. Yeah. It's cookie clicker. <laughs> um, so it's actually, like, basically Godzilla attack stuff, and you have to tap away on the screen to send out little troops who eventually become completely useless but they're a constant stream of money for yeah. you so it pays the tap um bleh, but bleh. you basically have 10 waves of monsters and a mon- big monster attacks a kaiju yeah. yep. um and you get cards for defeating them and then the second time you defeat them when you a little bit later you get things that you can use to upgrade them and stuff and you build up buildings and every city has six buildings you can build up and you can upgrade them as it goes along and all this and as you level up you can get new cities and stuff like that. But the thing is, the game, like a lot of these games, they're massive time sink. They're built around getting to a point when you're not really going to progress unless you really want to spend 200 years, tap, you know, building up stuff. Or um, you want to watch some more of those 15-minute ads. Yeah. Um, so you have this time travel mechanic when you get to level 5. So you can travel back in time and restart, but you keep any sort of special boost you've got. Yeah. So any assistance you've picked up, because you have, like, you have partners who sit in the city and you can assign one to each city, like the little twins, and they'll yeah. give certain boosts. Or, you know, any permanent boost you've picked up, like you get relics that will give a boost to a certain city's production speed or its damage and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and, you know, how much you built up the card. So every time you get a card, a certain amount of cards will level up the card to make it more powerful. So, you know, and you can call in Godzilla and he'll throw a rocket, the monster, or he'll breathe fire, and we can make a laser strike from the sky, stuff like that. Yeah. Good fun. I haven't got to Shin Godzilla yet. I want Shin Godzilla to come in. Not the full form. I want the floppy, rubbery form. I just want to come in. That's got to happen eventually, doesn't it? In. Yeah. I keep thinking about this because I've seen like every every ten stages, you get like a known a known monster, like so someone recognisable from Toho's like stable of um, monsters. Yeah, all the monsters are there. I don't think there's any. 
like monsters missing apart from the 1998 American Godzilla and the 2014 Godzilla. Isn't 1998 Godzilla like called Zilla? Yeah. He yeah. exists in the Japanese universe. So he's not yeah, in the game. He does. He yeah. He's but, uh, like Magera's in there and Kamakuras and friggin uh, bio, not just a, bio, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Abira's in there friggin um what's the other version? The other Abira, there's another lobster one called Daraga or something like that. It's look it looks like a Abira but a bit of fluff on it. Um, oh yeah, the weird the the, the weird lava one. No, no, he's no, oh. no he's a lobster. There's there's two lobsters. There's two lobster monsters in Godzilla. Oh, okay. Yeah, well three if you count the alternate version of a Byra. But um, they're all there. Like they're, all the gang's all here. Um, <laughs> they're all hanging. Hedera's there, which made me happy. I love Hedera. Hedera. The Hedera. smog monster. Oh yep, yep, yep. From the weirdest of the Godzilla films. Well worth watching. Son of Godzilla. People hate that film, and it's like I think it's fantastic. I hate Son of Godzilla. <laughs> Son of Godzilla is a classic. It's fucking Godzuki. Godzuki <laughs> is cancer. <laughs> but um, yeah. But the idea is you just keep time traveling and stuff, and then when you after you've time traveled, you'll breeze through the early levels, yeah. and you'll hit a roadblock eventually. And I mean, I've already got to the point where I've had like three cities unlocked, and but I'm churning through the stuff on the moon because you can mine the moon and. Mm-hmm. Build up stuff on there. Yeah, because as you save people in the cities, you can assign them to yeah. moon bases. Yeah. I do like that um, in Japan, they don't say help me, they <coughs> say taskate, which is help me in Japanese. Oh. <laughs> um, I noticed that it comes out there, speech bubble. Um, but yeah, it's, it's it's a fun enough little distraction. Like, I kind of feel like it should be widescreen rather than vertical because there's times where it's... Like when a building gets damaged, you, you can hold down on it to repair it. And yeah. sometimes it's like right in the way of one of the other meters or something. And it gets a bit in the way, and I'd prefer if it was a widescreen setting for the monster attacks. But I guess they want to get the kaiju height in there, I guess, mm. by the side. But the thing is, the camera zooms out a little bit each time, but it's, sometimes it's not quite enough. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a fun enough distraction. There's a lot of coins to be got. It doesn't feel like it's constantly begging you to spend more money. It has like it has the thing where it tells you, oh, you can boost... You know, if you want, you can boost and get more gems or something. But yeah. it just sits there in the corner. doesn't even pop up in the screen or anything like that um you know and like you get those gems constantly i've never really had a need i've been opening packs with them as well like so i just rarely need to refill the energy bar at the bottom with them Mm. it refills pretty quickly the only things i think could do with is when you get to a godzilla fight you don't get to go through the waves of enemies again like if you fail the godzilla fight and you're no chance of winning you have to go back and do it again you have to keep fighting godzilla over and over or give it a break for a day and then come back and it collects the amount for you doesn't it but you can't just like you know do another 10 waves of enemies or something or go back to the infinite way because it does an infinite wave thing before Mm. godzilla um that's the thing but it's quite cool seeing like the attempt the amount of godzilla creatures they've got in there i can only think of a handful they could add to it like there's is that many? Like they've got Maguera, they've got friggin' Megalon, they've got three versions of Gigan in there. Yeah. They've got Desigidora, which is the like friggin' big black evil looking one. You get Mothra really early on. Yeah, Mothra, Byra, sixties Mothra, nineties Mothra, I'm Armored Mothra, how early I Batra. Saw Mothra. Um, but the only things I can imagine. I mean, I think the larval forms are in there, but uh, cause I'm pretty sure the cards are on the page. But yeah, um, the only things I think of is like Augur in his flying spaceship form. They've got. They've got two versions of Blooming Destroyer and they've got two versions of Biolante, which is like, you know, it's they, they are putting all the different things in there. Mm. You know, and other than putting the American ones in there, which I'm amazed they haven't because the new film came out, so you would have thought they would have put so the like, American put the designs. Mutos in there and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, you could have had friggin' Ghidorah, Rodan, and Mothra as like an event thing. Yeah, could have. Um, well, yeah, it's a simple enough thing. There's like far more 
egregious mobile phone games that are begging you to pay money. I think that's part of my problem with it is that every time I do go and play, I'm like, I'm like, this isn't really begging me for my money, but at the same time, I feel like it should be, and that kind of ruins it a little bit, you know. No, what you want to be begged? No, no, no. You but want I, them feel to like, beg you I feel like I feel like it wants to, you know. <laughs> Do you not good, get that the only like, the only pop up you get that interferes gameplay is that one that comes up the first time you go in the shop, yeah. and it will say there's a pack available, and you can just press a button in the corner that says "Do not show me this one for the rest of the day." Yeah, and it doesn't show it. <laughs> I, I the login bonuses are pretty weak. Yeah, but it, that one it doesn't matter when you log in though. So no, so you can get, pick up any day. It's a bit like Marvel. Mm. Um, Marvel. Yeah, it's not one of those ones yeah. where it's like you have to log in every single day. It's like if you don't log in for a week, you you'll still get the away. next one along. Yeah. Um, that's fine. It doesn't make you feel like you're missing out on stuff, which is a no. tactic a lot of these games do. They want you to make you feel like you're missing out on things, and yeah. you don't really feel like you're missing out on anything. And like, like I say, loads of the monsters are there already, so they're not going to be sitting there dangling, you know, a cool one over your head, saying, "Hey, if you if you pay some money, this card will be added to your collection. You'll be able to have Shin Godzilla. You'll you'll get the card for Shin Godzilla the first time you beat him." So you'll you'll have it. But if you want more Shin Godzillas, you have to yeah. you have to spend five quid. I do like the holographic cards have the nineties style spirally holographic like you know that oh, yeah, reflective like the, look to them. Like yeah. the old Pokemon cards used to have. Yeah, Pokemon cards. I'm talking Hero Quest stickers by Panini. Oh right, sorry. And Street Fighter stickers. <gasps> Blanca! I have um, I have my in my cupboard somewhere. I've got um the Street Fighter Two sticker album. Yeah. Like the World Warrior one. There's a Hero Quest one in there. Um there's a WWF one. I would like to one day play Hero Quest the board game properly. It's expensive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like about seventy quid you expect to pay Jesus for a complete set, Christ. and that's like in decent condition. I've I've had it. I don't know where it's gone, uh, but my one had a broken gargoyle and a couple of broken bits. Because I've got Dungeon Quest, but that is hard. Yeah, but this Hero Quest is a real game. No, Dungeon Quest is made by the same people as Hero Quest, but it's like the advanced edition of Hero Quest. No, the advanced Hero Quest is the advanced edition of Hero Quest. I think you'll find that it's Dungeon Quest, the ultimate Dungeon Quest. Well, it's a different game entirely. No, it's made by the same people. No, because yep. No. yep, because it was Milton Bradley and Games Workshop collaboration. They made Hero Quest and Space Crusade at the same time. How much is Space Crusade? About the same price. Jesus. Yeah, and then years, a few years later, they did Advanced Hero Quest after yeah. a couple of expansions, and then Dungeon Quest, which is um, Tomb of the Lich King or something like that. <gasps> it's, a, it's an Adventure else. Time edition. Mm. But they, yeah, Hero Quest. I know, I know my Hero Quest. But anyway, Godzilla. Yeah, Godzilla. Yeah, is there? I mean, like, I'd love to kill Godzuki and then you know watch his body. He might attack. I fucking hate Godzuki. He might. He might. He may well attack. Maybe they're saving him for later. Just a single sniper takes him out. Hmm. Just. I reckon they should do some guest kaiju's. Well, like uh, Ultraman. Yeah, just chuck in like friggin' something from Pacific Rim. Ah, you know, something from Big Man Japan. Like. You know what? This would Calamari work really well for like any kaiju, wouldn't it? That's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, calamari wrestler. Can you can you imagine if they did like a city shroud in shadows, but for mobiles? Yeah, could you imagine if they did that game just in UK? Yeah, in English. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? It is so full of text. There's no. I, I, I'm going to learn Japanese and I'll get it and then I'll play it. <laughs> and then I'll have to sit next to you and you can tell me what's happening. Yeah, there's a monster attacking. Oh, yeah, there you Everyone's go. Everyone's screaming. People are screaming. You see those yeah. symbols? That means screaming Japanese. Maybe if the next Disaster Report game sells well, because that's coming out over here in the new year. Is it? Yeah, Disaster Report 4. The one that got delayed for ages because there was another disaster in Japan, wasn't there? Well, there's always a um, disaster in Japan. Yeah, yeah. Freaking all the time. <coughs> yeah. It's all those kaijus. Oh, right. stop them. Yeah, but, but I've played it. I, you know, 
like I said, it doesn't feel totally egregious. It's like WWE Supercard. It doesn't. It doesn't feel like it's WWE begging you for Super, money. Supercard now feels a bit like they're trying to trap you and make you spend Ooh, money because it. it's kind of hard to navigate all the menus now. Nah, it's, back in the day it used to be simple, but now like you go into the wrong thing and it's like you don't have the cards for this, but you can buy some cards. And it's like, oh, but I do. I just That's don't have them in my team. They implemented a thing where they, when they introduced the new menus yeah. and everything, they gave you a free set of cards for every mode, oh, every different mode. Yeah. So you go into it and it'll run the tutorial because they put a tutorial in place, but because there wasn't tutorials before, everyone get, got the tutorial, uh, which okay. includes opening a card pack. <laughs> so you get three cards that you yeah. can just power up a thing with. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. But yeah. Um, okay. 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 Sharp plane. Sharp ghost. Bloody tourists. Hiss off ghost. I came back on a plane recently. Mm. I went to Prague. Why I'm not going to review Prague. Just stay there. I'm going to talk about uh, something that it's very near to my heart. Dragon Quest Builders One on the Switch. I finally played it. Well, that's like ten years ago. It's only been out on Switch for like two years, three years, two years. Switch only been out for two years. Um, so Dragon Quest Builders is like Minecraft, but with Dragon Quest and building. I mean, that's kind of like the easiest way to explain it is it is very much like Dragon, uh, very much like Minecraft, where you get blocks and you create things and there's recipes and you can make new things and mm. that helps you advance the story and, and advance your uh, base. And then eventually, you know, you get more and more people and then you become more and more powerful and you move on to a new land. That's kind of it. And, uh, and there's no problem with that. It's nice and simple, simple little, simple little um, structure. What's nice is that it's got the, unlike Minecraft, which is obviously an unknown unknown IP when it was released and it didn't really have anything except for a racist in control. Um, you know, didn't they didn't really have that recognisable, you know, that recognisable. And that's why level. Minecraft failed. No, no. But I mean, what I'm saying is that Dragon Quest Builders. It's nice to see that this. It's almost like the Dynasty Warriors like recipe, and how that worked for Nintendo and that worked for other companies when they sort of. You know, when they transferred it over to other IPs, that worked. And it's similarly, we're seeing that Minecraft, that sort of thing, can be adapted and worked with other IPs. And I like, I like how they've done it with Dragon Quest because, you know, like blue slimes and stuff like that, it's easy to go, oh, that could be an ingredient, this could be an ingredient. And, and it, it all looks really nice. It's very bright. It's very preppy. It all looks very, very Dragon Ball Z. Very preppy. Very pretty. Sorry, not preppy. That was meant to be a more positive. Word. Well, they're just going around the place going, oh, yeah, you weren't, you weren't quite as good back in art. You know, when I was younger, I just fucked pigs. Um, Part and, of uh, Alpha Beta Kappa. <laughs> and, uh, well, it's, you know, it's very pretty, it's very fun, it's very lively, and it's really good on the go. I was really impressed by how well it ran, um, and, and just how everything looks. It's got that cartoony style, it's very similar to other things that have been... I mean, it takes a lot of its design from uh, from the artist who works on all the Dragon Quest games. I think it's the same guy who does Dragon Ball Z. Akira Toriyama. There we go. Thank you very much. Sake. But he's also the guy who worked on, on Blue it's Dragon. So if you ever played Blue Dragon, it's a very similar no looking game. No one cares about Blue Dragon. Everybody liked Blue Dragon. No, it was boring. Really? Yeah, it wasn't very good. I liked Blue Dragon. It was like the most... Yeah. Oh. It was like, let's just make Japanese RPG done. Oh. There's no Dragon Quest. No Dragon Quest freaking 8. Dragon Quest 8's on the on the 3DS. Yeah. It's on mobile phones. Is it? Yeah, it's a mobile phone port. It's like 20 quid. Oh. Because like, it's a Square Enix game on oh, mobile. Like, just like uh, when I bought Monster Hunter Stories. <laughs> hmm. I almost got tricked into spending 20 quid on that again. That's a weird story. So basically that was on offer for like £4 on the store. Hmm. And I bought it at £4. And then 
I deleted it from my phone and then went to install it again. And the Google Play Store, for a brief amount of time, I don't know why, had it at full price instead of having the install symbol. So I hit the hit the button to install it, or what I thought was installing it, but it was actually the price of £19.99, uh, and it went to the purchase thing, and I was like, wait, I fucking own this. And I went back, and then the page must have just refreshed, because then it said install, and I was like, I didn't pay 20 quid for this, did I? And I checked, and nothing had come out, so that's fine. Um, but yeah, um, but it's good. It's really, really good. It's really fun. It's really cheap on Switch now, because the sequel's out. From what I've heard, Yeah, sequel, why don't you play the sequel? Well, from what I've heard, the sequel isn't much different from this. Like They haven't not. expanded too much on it. It's probably got new hair. Probably got new hair, but um, I'm really enjoying this. I can see this is something that I play he to like relax. Did the armor face, and he put like purple hair on it this oh, time. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah, um, but yeah, I can see myself playing this again and again. Sort of going back to it. The only thing that's frustrating me, well, the only thing that frustrated me in the early levels was that you can't expand the area that your base takes up initially. So I was yeah, trying yeah. to be a bit clever about it and like have like a second floor and stuff like that. It doesn't really. You meant to build to... second floors though, gradually. Yeah, yeah, I know, like over time, but like to begin with. So I was... I've done the first area because the demo was the whole first area. That's pretty good. It even had the dragon fight you could go up oh, to. Really? And it was like that dragon fight you had no chance of winning. Mm. But it was like, it was a good like demo. It was a good three, four hours play if you were messing around on it a bit. Yeah. Like, there's a lot to do on it. Yeah. Um, but the whole game just, it feels like, it feels like you're naturally learning things and naturally like. Finding out more and more stuff is good. I really enjoyed it. Love Dragon Quest. I do too. I give this one. I give this one a Tom Atkins, but mm. I give it a Tom Atkins with a slight side note to say that I think that on the Switch it's a lot more impressive. I don't know what it plays like on PS4 or Xbox. They Switch. look really similar. Xbox it's 4. really like texture resolution is the only real difference between okay. them. Like the PS4 version runs smoother. Like the PS the Switch version's got some frame rate stuff. Yeah, but it's it's you can really just play either. It's, I genuinely didn't notice too many frame rate issues. I think it was only running at thirty frames per second. But yeah, like, yeah, I think the PS4 one's like sixty, but okay. they're both locked as far as I'm aware. I think the Switch only gets issues when you get when really complex stuffs going on. Okay, the only there's one thing where I had one bit of popping, but that may have also been because I was downloading some updates at the time. So I was updating another game, and there was a texture popping. <coughs> Basically, some of the stone blocks just suddenly went just grey, and then had. Then had the oh, texture, texture popping in 2019. Yeah. The year of our Lord. 2019? He's coming back this year, I heard. Jesus 2, the Jesus sequel. Two. It's weird how Christians aren't worried about the Antichrist anymore. Yeah, I think it's, They never mentioned that. I'm pretty it's sure. It's almost like they've thrown their support behind one. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Baron, <laughs> if I'm totally honest. It's Baron or one of Trump's kids. People are fucking scum nowadays, aren't they? Mm. I think I've just realised that, like, in. It's. Like, it's genuinely, like, there are some people that just revel in being scum and cunts. Um, I'm I'm doing... So I'm vo- I've am i volunteered at Woking Pride, because they've got the Pride Festival coming up in a few mm. weeks. And you like kissing boys. I love kissing boys. Mm. Young boys. Mm. Love those young boys. Mm. Five-year-olds. Chef's kiss. It tastes great. Um, all right, anyway. So, uh, but yeah, I, um, I volunteered for uh, Pride. And I was like, I was going to just go on social media and have a look and see what the, what, you know, like what people were doing, what people were saying. Just because I wanted to know how many people were going to turn up and what it was going to be like um, in terms of like stewarding and what I was going to do there. And uh, and there's already a bunch of people saying, we don't want this in working. We don't want this in working. Yeah, we do. Working gay as fuck. It's just like, fucking hell. You it's think- like, I know of at least like, I mean. Uh- you know at least two gay people. <laughs> yeah, I know so many. No, I, I, 
I think one of the things that I... One the fact of the th- I've worked with, like, five trans folk in the, you know, just in Woking... Yeah. ...signifies this quite an LGBT community yeah. in Woking. I mean, so. I've worked with trans people in, in the last few years, mm. like, quite a few of them. It happens. There's gay yeah. folk everywhere. They're always bumming each other behind KFC. <laughs> uh, but yeah, source in, comes in general terms, it's so fucking weird that there's still that level of hate. There was a Facebook post the other day, Greg's doing their token pride thing. They had Greg's t-shirts, had a rainbow pattern on oh, it. Oh, yeah. And they posted it, you know, because they're taking part in Manchester Pride or something like that. And someone in the comments was like, bye, Greg's. <laughs> and everyone replied to him just like it's, it's like a gammon with a crying face on it and stuff <laughs> I don't know why they feel it's so empowered it's upset the Greg's yeah. I'm boycotting Greg's I had a Greg's today I had my card for me um free coffee because yeah. I keep filling those out and never using it oh nice And their coffee's not bad but yeah. they, the black coffee I always have. get a latte Oh, do you? Yeah, I, they but, don't um, have. They don't have like. I didn't want to get the bit. coffee on its own, so I got a vegan sausage roll with it. They're pretty great, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, I like them. Um, to the regular ones. The regular ones are too salty now. When I go back, and to also them. the regular ones are way greasier. Yeah, I like the, I like grease. Don't get me wrong. I love, <laughs> don't get me wrong. I love a grease. I love a good. I'll greasy, eat a bucket of grease. I love a good greasy boy sliding like, down my throat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but fair enough. But I was just I was astounded that like if Greg's need to bring the the pastries they have in Scotland down south. Oh, if they bring down that chili bean, chili bean, oh, they, they had like a vegetarian it. chili bean. Yeah, 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 I had that. That was available. Yeah, nacho chili bake. No, 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 no. This was one I had when I was up in Newcastle a few years ago. They had a vegan, like, chili what? bean pastry. No. Um, and it was registered as vegetarian because they had like a cheese version, a cheeseless version, but they produced in the same factory, so, they couldn't, mm. so it was vegan. Um, but yeah, they had this chili bean. It was vegetarian chili. It was just, it was amazing. Because they had the yeah. one that had the um, nacho soggy cheese. nacho in it and stuff. That was all right. Yeah. Um, nacho cheese. Uh, but they also do, Chelsea buns are also vegan in Greg's. Ooh. Yeah. So if anyone's looking for a cheeky lunch, you can get a Chelsea bun and a, a sausage roll in Greg's, both vegan, for under two pounds. Hashtag ad. Hashtag and oh, if Greg sponsored us, oh please, can we can we start a thing where we we just read out Gavin's I'll messages? do the entire podcast with bits of pastry flakes on my fingers. Should we just review their menu one? I'd day? never wipe them off. We'll just review their menu one day. Well, here's We're the like- thing: the Gregs in Scotland, right? Yeah. They get these little cakes that are like you know, like Mister Kipling's cakes. Yeah. Right. It's got a proper strawberry on top, possibly yeah. half a strawberry. I think they might be tricking us a little. Oh, bit okay, like angle. chopping it in half. But it? it's got like a strawberry sauce over it. Okay. It's really nice. It's just like this lumpy, like a like a Bakewell tart with like a strawberry. Oh, on okay. Top. Yeah, yeah. Really nice. They also do. Like you know the chocolate ring donuts? Yeah. They cut one of those fuckers in half yeah. and fill it with like proper whipped like clotted cream stuff in the middle and it is like it's like a sandwich of sugar. You know just, like you know well, when you feel your heart stop just a little bit. Yeah. But in a good way. They do a jammy version as well. <sighs> it's really nice. Sounds fantastic. You don't get them down here. No. Well you don't get a lot of stuff down here. Um no. alright, but anyway, that is I suppose they do deep fried Mars bars in the Scottish Greg's actually. Well, they might do like a pastry wrapped one. Mm, that'd be nice. A pastry Mars bar. Yeah. yeah. You take a Mars bar, you yeah. freeze it for a little bit, you wrap it in some puff pastry. Well, chocolate, and, chocolate and puff pastry is a thing. Yeah. But yeah. this is a. I'll make you one. Shall I make you one? I'm going to bake do. you some delicious goods. Yeah, deep right. fry masters. I'm going to. Yeah. Season three. Just <laughs> 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 in the kitchen, <laughs> setting fire to shit. Start a channel called Deep Fried Masters Season three. <laughs> <laughs> this week on deep fry now. We just uh, need dungarees. Yeah. We need a vat of oil, and we need some shit to deep fry. <laughs> we just just deep fry anything. Ah, <laughs> deep fry, please. Yeah, I'm deep frying this week. PlayStation Four Dual Shock controller. I've got. I'm going to let it cool down. I'm going to have a nibble. Yeah, you don't want the rubber to melt entirely. <laughs> 
<laughs> you want that nice bounce back? <laughs> this week I'm deep frying my P60. <laughs> this week deep frying, we're deep frying the Bible. God bless. <laughs> uh, all right, okay. And your review. Shit. Um, <laughs> you can only steal for so long. No, I'm going to review shit. Um, Power Rangers, Dino, Supercharge, Getting Gear. That I'm going to review tune it. seemed a bit sad. No, I think I wasn't doing the right one. <laughs> um, it might have been the RPM theme tune. <laughs> Power Rangers... <laughs> Fighting monsters. <laughs> Hello, everybody. My name is Louise. <laughs> There's a song like that. <laughs> this is my guide to life. Listen, please. Oh. This week we investigate. Go into the toilet. It is great. And that is that's our show, people. Adam and Joe show was brilliant. Adam and Joe show was so weird until season three. Season I like wasn't as good. I liked that in their first episode they reviewed the free stuff. Mm. They went around just eating the free bit. Mm. So it's like, they're saying 20% is free, I'm going to eat the 20%. Uh, they, um, Power Rangers Dino Supercharge. Actually, like, there's technically there's still two episodes to watch, but it's because Netflix chucked the Halloween and Christmas specials at the end of the series. Oh, okay. And they don't really count, because nine times out of ten, there's, like, almost nothing filmed for those. They're, like... They are pre-existing like, footage. Yeah, they, they, they usually have the rangers in a room going, hey, do you remember that time this happened? Man, what a year we've had. Mm. And clip shows but anyway Power Rangers Dino Supercharge follows on from the last series Power Rangers Dino Charge they put okay. the super in the middle of the subtitle this time it's to shake things up a bit I mean it's a bold choice yeah. and it's the choice of a new generation hmm. so like the last series had this whole thing big villain sledge he like blows up and stuff and the dinosaurs get wiped out these energems were the energy from them was put into dinosaurs and stuff. So when the di- and then the dinosaurs went extinct, and millions of years later, they rangers find them, and now they got Power Ranger powers. Cool. Energy, whatever. Each one's tied to a dinosaur. It almost makes sense. Yeah, and now Sledge is back, huh? and he wants the energy from outer space. Is that they beat him at the end of that series, and they crash his ship. Yeah. And as the series ends, there's a little teaser. A door opens, and it's Heckle coming out of the cell. Heckle Who's was Heckle? he was a character in like one episode. Oh, okay. And he was like the most feared monster on the ship, and they teased him a couple of times. But in the second series, he's like the main villain yeah. for the series. Um, and he's quite cool because he's Heckle. And secretly, he's got an inner monster called Snide. Heckle and Snide. You oh, see what they're doing there? Oh, I see what they're doing. It's kind of like Jekyll and Snide. It's kind of like Sonic the Hedgehog when he turns into the werehog. What? Yeah. Like in my favourite video game of all time. Sonic, Sonic 06. No, I was going to say Sonic 3. Ah. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's this second series is a similar thing, but the Slade, Sledge is missing... Till the very end. They bring him back because, you know, oh, okay. you've got to complete the arc, haven't you? Yeah. You've got to complete the whole thing. The arc of the Covenant. Um, they're still missing a couple of Energems. They need to find them. So, you know, they need to find okay. the Silver Ranger. A lot of the series revolves around finding where the Silver Ranger is and stuff and what's going on with him. <gasps> um, the guy who plays the Silver Ranger, at least does his voice, died a few weeks ago. Really? Yeah. Yeah, died Alistair something. Um, dead. Died of dead. Died of dead. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I wasn't sure. I can't remember. It was weeks ago. Let's speculate wildly. He was killed by Zed. Hmm. Lord Zed. Lord Zed's, Look, you don't Zed's to, dead, baby. You don't Zed's to, dead. You don't need to use that title every time you talk about him. I know you're scared of him, but you got to remember, we're stronger than that. <laughs> so, anyway, this series, a lot of that revolves around this. This series gradually gets goofier and goofier. Like, there seems to be a pattern with these newer ones where the first series, they're kind of playing it safe and maybe they haven't really figured out what the cast can do. Yeah. And by the time you get to the second series, they know what the strengths are of the cast members and they lean into it a bit more. Like, they know the guy who plays Tyler the Red Ranger is a complete fucking goofy weirdo. Yeah. So they just let him 
like he'll take his shirt off at the drop of a hat and he'll just run around doing goofy shit. Like Stephen so and Mel's brother. Yeah, they just love in him. In the babysitter. Yeah, sure. Why the Mook G film. Um, and the guy who plays Coda is like a ridiculously good gymnast and a comedic timing master. So they Like just... Tom Holland from <laughs> Spider-Man. No. But Coda's, Coda's fun. He was in an episode of Super Sentai. You did say this. Yeah. So can I try and can I try and try and get this horribly messed up because I know the history kind of. So he was in an episode of Super Sentai as yeah. someone who was just like a background character. He gets rescued by he the gets Rangers. Gets rescued by, by the Rangers. Yeah, by the, the And then in this he comes back as a and I, I No, he's a different character. Yeah, no, I know, but, but his I mean, actor. Like, he he plays a barely literate caveman. Caveman. Yeah. Who's scared of a robot in one well, he's, he's best friends with a caveman robot in one episode. Okay, and he is brilliant. he is a Power Ranger. Yeah. He he got the energy in the caveman. I times. feel like it's a very irresponsible thing to do to give a primordial man or He's okay. He's he's, he's fine. adapted to modern age a lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's adapted. Right. He's, he knows what he's doing now. I wonder what the work what the uh, what the sort of the work review is for that guy. Mm, that's fine. How do you feel about fire now? Yeah, <laughs> he wears shoes eventually. You know, he, he wears, wears shoes now. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Science has come a long way. Yeah, his name the actor's name is Yoshi Sudaraso or something. No. What's yeah. his name in the programme? Coda. Coda. Yeah, he doesn't have a surname. His, his name is Coda. Just Coda. 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 Yeah. But, um, yeah. Like Skoda with an S. But anyway, because this is like, they're leaning into it more and they're letting the characters have fun, it does, the series feels better because of it. Yeah. It feels a bit like the sort of late Saban, early Disney era ones where it's leaning into camp a lot more. And we all remember Being a bit that. silly. Um, apparently this series had a different producer to the previous two, so that's probably part of the reason it feels different. Because the previous producer was very much like it has to be just like the Super Sentai, and that didn't work. No, because um, different shows, really. I mean, similar show, very same show. Not sixty percent of the show, show is different. Okay, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's fun stuff. Um, they the way they do Heckle early on though is because in the previous series, the episode he's in, the Rangers don't know he's a villain or anything. They think he's just some guy who helped him out for one day but he was trying to sneakily get the energy gem. yeah um so they give him a job at the burger bar in the remote thing and so for a few episodes he's like working there with them and there's this whole thing where he's like working in amongst the rangers and setting them up and stuff like that yeah um to mess them up but that kind of gets killed off like four episodes in when they reveal that he's the villain snide they've been fighting and I feel like that could have been dragged out a bit long because at the end he separates himself from his evil half and then he becomes good with, like two different sides yeah and he learns to be good a bit like Tommy in the first series. He's like, I'm not good, I'm Everyone's evil. Everyone's favourite Tommy, who will like, do anything for money, Yeah, I've been told. Yeah, he's done a kickstart of some Power Rangers tribute film he wants oh. to make. Yeah, it's not going to work. No, um, probably not, because he no, doesn't hold the rights, does by, he? No, it's not Power Rangers, though. It's completely different. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's, it's Ranger Power. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> entirely. But um, yeah, the guy who plays Heckle's fun. He feels like a Buffy the Vampire Slayer villain. He's okay. just enjoyable. There is like another villain they bring in for a few episodes who I think is actually the main villain in the Japanese show. I've not watched it. It's oh, okay. Kyoruja. Um That's another thing. They reference the Japanese show. They, there's a star system out there called the Kyoruja system. And there was a planet on it called Sentai 6, which Heckle came from. He touched the Dark Energy Gem and it gave him, turned him into Heckle and Snide. Oh, okay. The Dark Energy Gem's an evil thing. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I this, so. this series like just has fun build up to the finale. They blow some shit up. They fucking one of the monsters, Snide. He requests to be made big, but the villain Sledge doesn't do it because like he's busy getting married. Um, so they end up just blasting the tiny little monster 
regular human-sized monster with the Megazord's cannons. Oh. <laughs> so it's just a spirit which is like, boom, and he's like, ah! Is that just, is that something that was probably explained in the Japanese version? Nah, I think they just wanted to be harsh. Blow oh, him up. Fair didn't, enough. Didn't destroy the Energem, though. They had to do more. Oh, right. They need to get everyone to hold up mirrors to shine light into it around the world, and <laughs> they blast it with light. I don't think they know how the world works, because everyone all over the world pointing mirrors. It's okay, they do it on the light on one side of the Earth. Oh, okay. It's like a spirit bomb. You know, I think that the creators of the show might be mm. flat earthers. Maybe. <laughs> all around the globe, they are. All around the world. There's this whole thing at the end where they time travel to the past, so just to tie it all around, so it begins at the end. Ends Is, at the do beginning. They, do they go and throw an energy at a caveman and go like, well, that's no, that job no, no. sorted? No, they... They defeat the villains in the past, and they're like, uh, who are you? I don't know who you are. Kind of like in Avengers Endgame, where yeah. the villain doesn't actually know who the rangers are the now. true villain. They just turn up and get beaten up by strangers. The true villain is yeah. people's inability to move past their parental mm. relationships. But um, yeah, inadvertently, because they defeat Sledge in the past, they don't wipe out the dinosaurs, and so when they go back to the future, the museum's now a dinosaur zoo. Dinosaurs? Yeah, that's not just regular dinosaurs. Oh. Like, regular dinosaurs are alive. It sounds like the perfect world. Yeah, um, it's set in a different dimension. They established that in... Oh, right, so... When the next crossover happens. So I don't get to enjoy a dinosaur zoo, is what you're saying. It's the second Power Rangers zoo, set in a different dimension. This is dog shit. Ooh. Give me my zoo. But yeah, fun fun stuff, though. Like, can't complain too much. <coughs> not it, complex. Has it been your favourite series so far? No, no, no. You've still got RPM and in space and... Time RPM, Force and freaking the worst. RPM's amazing. RPM is not amazing. Wanker. RPM has cars. Yeah, cars with eyes on them. Yeah. And beaks. Yeah. Can't can't argue with a beaky car. Yeah, you can. Not if it's driving at you really fast. That's true. You'd lose that argument. Yeah. But no, it's, with a it's, car. it's just a fun, solid, enjoyable series. It does sound fun. Much better than the last few. Yeah, it sounds like it's actually a good time. That's One of the characters is clearly nice. coded as gay. Oh really? Um, quite, uh, quite clearly. The only I'll person. I'll watch it. Tell you if they know the gay code. In the whole series, the only character he enjoys hanging out with is this other guy who's got an interest in sports, just like he has, Aww. and they get along just fine. They're just. And friends. in the end, their rivalry gets put to one side, and they're best buddies. Yeah, because they're just friends. Yeah, and that's another episode you where Tyler gay. runs around with his shirt off. <laughs> of course he does. It's very warm. There's one where um, a villain, a monster, gets released from a cave, and she. Her power is to make everyone just want a holiday and vacation. Oh. So everyone just gives up doing whatever they're doing. They're just like running around going, yeah! Woo, vacation! Everyone's just partying. That sounds great. Yeah. This sounds like a fun series of Power Rangers. It is fun. I liked it. It's good stuff. It's they good chucked stuff. in, for some reason, one of the monsters in the background for a lot of times during the series is the vampire woman from Magic from Mystic Force. Oh. Just there. It must have been just hanging out. Easter egg, I guess. She must have just been like, I've got nothing else to do Saturday. Oh, one thing in this series, though... There's a character called Keeper. He's like Yoda for him. Yeah. Got a puppet face. Um, cool. They CGI his eyes a bunch <laughs> of times, and it doesn't look good. It doesn't look as bad as Wesley Snipes CGI eyes in Blade Trinity. But well, they CGI'd them open because he refused to open them at yeah. the end of the film. Yeah. I fucking love that story. Um, I love any story about Wesley Snipes. Fucking crazy person. He's you watch Patton Oswalt being interviewed. About yeah, him. I've watched this so many times. <laughs> yeah. But... um. Yeah, it's it's just it's just weird because they're just like cartoon eyes. Yeah, on his. I mean, they they kind of just why why not just make the eyelids work? It's rub. It's all rubber. Just swap know. the eyelids out for rubber ones. I don't put know. a valve. I'm just remembering how much Probably I love Wesley Snipes being fucking Lego nuts. Technic or something. <laughs> you haven't watched what we do in the shadows, have you? Oh yeah, he's a vampire. And, he uh, he yeah, comes he's on his, his blade yeah. and Tycho Watiti when he sees him he goes ha. Ah! Why'd you invite them? Why'd you invite the Jaywalk? Oh no, Paul Rubens plays the vampire that he played in Blade, the original yeah. movie. 
And he goes, why did you invite the Daywalker? And then, and then Tiger Matiti's like, he's a vampire just like us. He has, <laughs> in, he has in every way got as much right to be here as possible. Haven't you, Wesley? And he's like, my Wi-Fi is bad. <laughs> I, I can't hear what y'all said. Did someone speak to me? <laughs> it's like, uh, Wesley, get closer to the router. <laughs> and Wesley says, like, it's not my internet. I got the best internet. <laughs> I love there was um there was like his tweets last night because I went back and I went to find um when was the last time he tweeted about wanting to make a new Blade film and it was like only a couple of weeks ago and he oh, must yeah. be feeling pretty sad now knowing that they were already planning a Blade film without him. It's just it does make me sad as and well, with a guy who's already been in Marvel. yeah he's been Cottonmouth hasn't he? He was Cottonmouth Mahashala Ali yeah um who was rapper great as rapper isn't he? He is what a was rapper. His name I've forgotten his name King Ali. Prince Ali. Prince Ali, wondrous he. Prince Ali, Pagliacci, they're the same person. Fuck. But um yeah, he was he was Prince Ali, the rapper. Prince Ali, one of me, No, Power Rangers Live Supercharged. It's decent. It's enjoyable. Are you playing the is the Evangelion stuff in that game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In yeah. Battle Cats. You have to get quite far into it for it to actually Well they fucking unlock it. I'm trying to. I have to get rare capsules. I've only got one rare capsule. Did it say Neon Genesis? The Capture Mentality Project has begun. 16 limited edition crossover units. They have free forms. Uber Rare. Oh my god. This is great. This is great stuff. Well, you got to review something, though. I do need to review something. You're Can't right. review that. So I'm going to review Batman Hush, the what? new animated series. It's not out. In the new animated film. No, it just came out today. They didn't. Alright, so in that case, I'm going to review another Netflix thing. I finished watching Happy Season 2. No, but I didn't put a trailer up for Batman Hush. I've already watched it. Uh, so I watched... You can't review the trailer. Well, I can review the film. I've watched it. The film's not out. I've seen it. You haven't. All the way through. It's not out. Uh, it is. I think you're watching the wrong thing. Nope. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. But I can't review it because you won't let me. So I didn't I... say you can't review it. just said you haven't seen it. I have seen it. Came out on the 20th of July. You freaking liar. <laughs> came out yesterday yeah and I've watched it yeah not today no I watched it you today you went came out today so well sorry I watched it today it came out yesterday you pirated it off the internet no I didn't pirate it I bought it why because I wanted to watch it why would you want to watch it I don't want to talk about it now because you fucking ruined it for me you really reviewed taken... Batman Hush no it's fine the comic sucks never Ugh. liked it did you not no um, okay well I'll review Batman Hush then so Batman Hush uh, as Ant said, the comic isn't great. Lots of people love it, but I wasn't a fan of it. Um, the idea of the comic is that Batman, um, Batman is kind of didn't like the long Halloween either. Did you not? Yeah. I didn't mind the long Halloween. Um, so Batman, Batman is facing a new villain named Hush, um, who is a man with bandages around his face. They like doing that, don't they? When they don't want to reveal someone's identity, they just put bandages around their face. Um, but Hush is a new like the Invisible Man. Yeah. Uh, oh god, that like Chevy man. Chase, Chevy Chase film, Memoirs of an Invisible Man. Yeah, John Carpenter classic. People really don't like that film. I loved it. Yeah, I watched um, that a lot when I was a kid. But anyway, so it's got that really cool smoking scene. Um, but anyway, so um, so Batman Hush in Batman Hush, uh, suddenly a new villain named Hush appears on the scene in Gotham City, and Batman has to face down against him. Um, it seems like this person knows a lot about Bruce Wayne and is somehow connected to Bruce Wayne. And spoilers, it's his best friend who turns up in the first issue and went, "Do you remember how good friends we were?" Back in the day, and that's it. That's Hush. Um, the end of the movie changes it quite a bit. Um, it now involves the Riddler, the Lazarus Pit, and Riddler's brain tumor, which is something that has happened in the comics before. Um, I'm not going to spoil it. I just, you know, 
it's it's a really really odd film there is a scene in which batman the world's greatest detective runs out of a room and is in sorry runs out of a building and is an alley in an alley when he turns up in the alley he sees joker holding his joke pistol you know the one with the like the flag that comes out and goes bang yeah and his best friend dead on the ground with a gunshot in his chest and he goes the joker killed my friend and then goes to beat the joker so badly he has to be hospitalized and is only a fraction away from choking the joker to death based Mm. on just seeing the joker in an alley holding a gun that hasn't been fired and seeing his friend dead with a bullet hole in him the world's greatest detective stormed out of a room and saw that and went, I've got to break the one rule that defines Batman. Yeah, I can't Do remember that happens in the comic, but the comic was... It's I a just, big fake out, isn't it? I can't remember. Yeah, there's a whole thing where it's like, oh, who is it really? And he thinks yeah. he's Two-Faced, doesn't he, for a bit? He thinks time. it's Two-Faced. He thinks it's the Riddler at one point. He thinks it's Joker at another point. And it's not any of those people. It's his best friend. Tommy Gunn from Rocky Six. No, what's his I name? I hate Rocky Five so much. What was his name? I can't remember his name. Hush's real name. Hush's real name is something. He's a surgeon, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but they change it in the I just film. Watched it. Are you going to watch the film? I don't know. Probably not. I can't be asked for those animated films. Oh, okay, so it turns out it's the Riddler. <sighs> yeah, so it's not so, the same thing. <coughs> no, it's completely different in the yeah. end. So it, basically, the way the way it goes away from the comic is that from the moment that um, he thinks the Joker's done it. Hush goes into hiding um, and he basically puts the clues together and he finds out, yes, it was the Riddler. The Riddler had a brain tumour, which was which the doctor attempted to remove, which was Batman's friend, the surgeon, attempted to remove. It didn't work, so the Riddler bought access to a Lazarus, Lazarus pit somehow in Gotham for some fucking reason. There's Lazarus pit in Gotham. There's one underneath... Right, just for Rachel Gu has a secret Lazarus pit. He has one underneath pit. Gotham? Yeah, he's got a sewer network. I thought that a- they were all destroyed. He's got like a secret network under Gotham. Oh, does he? All at least right. he does at some point in his. Oh, okay, maybe maybe he does at this it's point. It's a fucking master ninja yeah. guy. He's got secrets everywhere. So anyway, so the Riddler uses that. Batman's got a fucking Batcave under Arkham Asylum. No one That's notices. <laughs> um, so the Riddler uses that, and then it's got to be really like, structurally unsafe to build anything in Gotham, doesn't it? And Arkham Asylum. It's, it's almost like it's almost like Venice, but without the water. Yeah, you know, Arkham Asylum's built on the edge of a cliff, yeah, and true. there's still shit underneath it. That's true. And the cliff isn't a straight drop. It curves under yeah. that city's dangerous uh, but anyway it so makes no sense it's, it's not a great film 2 out of 10 it's, but it's still like there are some nice elements to it it does sort of deal with so there's a conversation that Batman has with Catwoman that I liked in which Batman explains why he couldn't be with Selina Carl or Catwoman um, in terms of a relationship why he realised earlier on in their life so he sell more comics no basically he says that he when he was with when he was with Catwoman initially, he thought that all her compulsions to steal were compulsions. Like she didn't have any control; she had to do it, which means that she was mental, mm, just and, like him. And he couldn't be with someone who didn't have the ability to change. She changes to meet what he needs and joins in crime fighting and stuff. But then she, at the end of the pro- at the end of the film, says something quite poignant and turns to him and says, "You, you can't, you can't." kill the people that are doomed to kill other people. You can't put an end to this. You can only keep it repeating, which is your compulsion, which is why you were so upset that I had something similar to you because you thought I was broken like you. <sighs> and that's why I kind of can't She was a mirror you. to... Yeah, 
But it's a Batman's nice. It's nice for someone to come out and just say it in a in one of those films because a lot of the time they're like, "Oh, Batman's just the best, isn't he?" But if they the fact if that they Batman's came, butler was Samuel L. Jackson, now he'd be like, "Dude, you fucked up. You you were crazy, Motherfucker, man. Motherfucker, who you kill tonight? Yeah, yeah. Don't bring in any old bloody bodies in here. Or it would be really dark, and he'd actually be playing the character he played in at least uh, in Daxon in in Django Fifty First State and Django Unchained. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen, yeah, come out and be like, you know. Used to kill him. <laughs> Used to kill him, sir. Mm. <laughs> he puts on a fake French accent all the time. <laughs> Maybe the guy with his with his kilt on in Fifty First State, man. It's a good film. Just walking around. It's all right. That film. I said it was a good film. It's all right. I enjoyed it. It's a film. It is a film. Mm. It's better than anything Adam Sandler's done in the last twelve years. Is Adam Sandler? No, Adam Sandler's not in it. I'm saying it's better than anything Adam oh, just... I'm holding it to a level here. Oh, right. Um, but yeah, Batman Hush. It's, it's got thingy in it. Batman Hush is, it's again, it's another one of those bland, you know, give or take. If you're interested in Batman, if you like Batman, there's some nice touches here and there, but for the most part, it's just bland and blah. I'm disappointed that they didn't just do Hush. That mm. kind of upsets me, but at the same time, like, I've recently, recently on um, Google Play. The thing is, they know if they half ass it, they can just do it again later, like they did yeah. with Death of Superman. <laughs> Um, with Google with Superman Doomsday I can't remember if it's Google Play or iTunes but one or the other I got the complete Batman the Animated Series mm, I've got them on DVD yeah they recently did the Blu-ray transfer mm. and they like upped everything so I bought them um, and I'm working my way through them one by one and I forgot that the first episode introduces Man Bat and yeah. the fact they just go for so it the pilot episode was the um, the Joker Christmas special yeah they actually showed that first but it's actually episode 5 in the series oh it's episode 2 according to the new Something listing like yeah. yeah but they like he actually they have that Christmas special before they do the episode that actually introduces the Joker yeah because it's actually a proper introdu- episode. introduction episode yeah because they have his full origin don't they hmm. but my god that series looks great yeah that's the one thing that's I can it. say is that it really holds up the one thing that's irritating is it's not widescreen and because phones are so wide now, it's, it's like a tiny amount Don't of Don't have a stupidly wide phone. <coughs> have one with a real aspect ratio. <coughs> Not one of your, I got an ultra wide. I will one day. 21.9 ratio. I will one day. Fucking cheeses. Look, I've got to unlock these klepto cats. Uh, but yeah, it's it's just bland. So it's just another, it's, it's another Dax Shepherd. It's nothing really bad or great about it. It's just there. Is he married to what's her face? He is. From... Oh, I can I can try again if I use cat food. Oh yes. no! Stop playing the come cat on. game. Come on, give me, give me. I want just. Oh, has he got gachapons? Oh, what shit. the shit! Fuck is that? Oh, that's super rare though. <laughs> it looks like it's a guy dressed as a cat. Fencer cat. Oh, yeah. that's normal. Center cat storage. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I can't wait to. Can't wait to go cat storage. But yeah, so there. That's it. No, 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 no. no. Are you done? Yeah. Okay. Is it my last review? Yeah. Oh. Um, I'm going to end with... Let's re-digitise re- Alive. Why not? I went there last night. Yeah. And went to London while I was sick. And I felt and all right. you said it was shit and you don't ever want to go again. It was fantastic. Minus ten. It was great. Really? I enjoyed the shit That's out of it. That's not what you said to me. And it's not because I met Ashens and Kim Justice. Did you? Yeah, I met Ashens at the train station. Oh. I was waiting outside the train station and they came out and I, I gave them the wrong directions, but then I went, oh no, it's this way. And then they went the right way. And Kim Justice was there and also I met, I chatted, Paul Gannon was going past looking for Eli at one point. And, so and I told him Eli was in the bushes foraging. 
so, like because that's what I expect Eli would be doing. Um, you know the one he was dressed up as something, yeah, jog. Yeah. In one episode, when he was like, I was running real fast. I know Eli from the, from, cheap from, show their, from their channel. Yeah. They have that channel. Oh, he's on Barshans sometimes, yeah. isn't he? But he's on well, cheap he's, show podcasts as well. Loads of Barshans episodes. Yeah, but Gannon, Gannon and Eli's cheap show. Yeah. It? But no, it was um, it was basically big old chaotic nonsense, which is great because they did that series. And they, you know, like six episodes, I think it was. For and the they're series. doing another. And then I think they're gonna. He's gonna plan to like kickstart it apparently, but he's apparently gonna have a different form. And he said some of it was gonna be at Digitizer Live, but the show kind of felt like the series quite a lot, but like a lot more of the silly event stuff rather than them sat behind a desk. Yeah, a bit more dynamic, so they're moving about a lot more and playing so a bit around. Mo- a bit like the end of the episodes yeah. rather than the. Yeah, yeah, I kind of feel like they maybe didn't even need the desk on stage. To be honest, they no. they used it like twice. They mo- the most use the stage got was propping up the tat that the audience brought for them to review. <laughs> um, but the whole thing was like they're sing songs and playing around. They started the show with um, a tribute to Bronk. Bronk's like. On Digitizer, Bronk has been this reference the whole time. It's like some mythical character who never appears. It's just, and Bronk died at some point. Yeah. And it's Bronk's funeral. And we're all gathered today for Bronk's funeral at the show. And he had like, somehow he got like one of the guys from E17. He got friggin' someone from X Factor and really? Celebrity Big Brother. He got fucking Boise from um, Only Fools and Horses to yeah. record a tribute to Bronk. Just saying, Bronk, we're going to miss you, mate. You mean a lot to us. <laughs> Boise just like, he he obviously realised it was a big old joke thing, so he's like fully in character. Yeah. Just going, Marlene, get Del Boy and the others on the phone. We're going to be going having a party tonight. <laughs> <laughs> just like the whole thing. And it, like, you know, good, fun Bronk experience. Um, and obviously, you know, they got Larry's, Larry Bundy's catchphrase in, which is him retching. Yeah. Um, like, where they had him sniffing Mario's pipes. He's clogged them up and you got to sniff the pipes to find out what's in the pipes. Awesome. They put like, they had like masks on their noses with a little tap on it. So they had to stick the tap out down the pipes, sniff them. <laughs> no. um, but yeah, it was brilliant stuff. It was a much bigger venue than I expected as well because I thought it would be like basically glorified pub venue type thing. Yeah. Like there is a bar there. But um, like I thought it was going to be like a room where you could sit like you know, 60, 100 people in there, but it was more like 400 people in there. It was like, Jesus. you know, it had it had stalls that went upwards. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they had a lot of silly songs in there. They had, like, David Braven did a poo, do-da, do-da. Um, there's a Molyneux song. They played the Future Kids song from Biffo Vision, which is a nice deep cut if you... Biffo Vision was a pilot for a TV show Mr. Biffo did years ago to be on BBC Two. Yeah. And it basically, it like got shoved away at 4am in the morning. So it had no chance. But um, you can find it on the internet and watch it. It's like, it's actually quite fun. It's like a sort of one of those early 80s TV, kids TV shows like Saturday Morning Swap Shop and stuff. So like a weird dark comedy version of Games Master? Yeah, like like a British version of Wonder Shows and like what you expect if, if rather than Sesame Street, it was like going live and motor mouth and all that sort or of stuff or like fucking Saturday morning cartoon with Zig and Zag mm. but yeah it's just them it, that was what Biffo Vision was but they played Future Kids from that which is which is awesome I love Future Kids yeah. Um, but yeah it was, it was a silly night they knackered themselves out constantly they were throwing themselves around well, they are middle aged people yeah. <laughs> at Not, this point uh, Octavius would probably like dispute that but the rest of them yeah Octavius yeah. no she's like she's what she's 28 29 yeah just about that I don't know how old she is. I'm not. I'm not one of her weirdo stalkers. But um, I'd yeah. be attracted to a person of any age. So I was going to try and say hi to them after the show, but they were rushing to tidy the whole thing up and stuff. Yeah. And I probably should have given them a hand. But then I was acutely aware that 
my last train to London to Woking was like midnight at Clapham Junction. Oh, so you're in Clapham. So, well, we're we're in um, Harrow, was, oh, so Jesus, yeah, yeah. it was a couple of trains to get back. It was like an it's like an hour to get back to um, freaking thingy to get back to um, Clapham Junction, but we had yeah. to be aware of that because we had to get back. But um, yeah, there was there was like all sorts of good silliness. There. How long was the actual show? Uh, it ran over. Ended up being almost three hours long. Jesus Christ! It was meant to start at seven and finish about quarter past nine. They finished at like. Uh, was it 9.51 because Biffo went and got nine minutes to clear the stage before they charged me 200 quid for being late yeah um, so they, they were clearing it I looked through the window as I was going past and they were like emptying the stage pretty fast were um, people staying behind to help them yeah yeah I a bunch of people like got up and helped people, them out yeah. yeah loads of people did I didn't want to like get in the way though because I would and I'd probably just start trying to chat to them and I'd ruin it I'd ruin the entire thing well it's got to be a certain level of illusion isn't it yeah I'd cough Biffo an extra 200 quid and yeah. you know he's got to save that money to buy stuff on AliExpress yeah um <laughs> the finale was telling the life story of Clive Sinclair. Um, it was like it started off with Gannon doing it, and he like he like, had a giant inflatable penis costume on because <laughs> you know Clive Sinclair's just well known for being a bit of a womanizer. So and a prick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, he said he had to invent the ZX Spectrum, and he couldn't grab. He'd like cut out parts of a ZX Spectrum on a board, and he couldn't <laughs> grab them. And at first, everyone's like, "Oh, he, Biffo's just put a picture of parts of a cut up Spectrum." It's just like, no, Gannon literally can't push it because he's wearing these rubber glove hats. Like the hands from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. Um, Fucking hell. Can grab him. The guy's screaming after yeah. he's flung him off by accident. Yeah, no. And they do this whole thing where it's like, you know, getting the audience to react to the side, whether Biffo should do the rest of the rest of the thing. Because Biffo's usually the one putting everyone else through, you know, torture. Yeah. So we end up being the end of the show was getting Biffo to be the one who gets tortured with um, Larry Bundy running around with his top old open shirt open up oh, Larry flopping Bundy. his belly in the faces and a girl, one of the guys He's, dressed he has up. lost a ton of weight yeah it's pretty mad isn't it well, he, had, he has all sorts of just disgusting toilet humour um, Octavius funny, yeah. made a song up and suddenly they, apparently she made a song up just before the show and they <laughs> they did a thing where they had a flip board song oh. about digitizer. Gaming Musso was playing along he's that guy who does electric guitar yep. stuff the British family jewels, but older. Oh. Um, I'm going to call him that. Um, but yeah, there, there, was, there was good fun. Like DJ Slope was up there. They had to do a game where they had to guess what was in Sonic's belly. They showed loads of Sonic Vore images, like fan art on the screen. Um, they had to guess what was in Sonic's stomachs. He's got three stomachs, apparently. Oh. And they had like balloons. They had to look. One of them was like, the last one's like full of paracetamol. And Biffo, Susie's like, I know exactly what's in there. There's 32 paracetamol in there because there's two packs of six, 16. And Biffo was like, no, there's not because we took one out. There's 31. They just pop it in paracetamol go flying everywhere. Um, what else was in there? They had like fingers and stuff in Sonic's Sonic's stomach. Um, standard Sonic the Hedgehog stuff. He's well oh, yeah, known for no, absolutely. Yeah, he, he likes to carry yeah. stuff like that in his stomach. Yeah. But yeah, it was, it was a good start. I think probably the... Like sniffing Mario's pipes is freaking hilarious because it's the stuff that I'm used to seeing on, uh, yeah, on the, yeah. Well, you got to continue, got you know, do a sequel to sniffing Sonic's rings. Well, yeah, you got to make sure that you also do the stuff that people want to see. Yeah, they played a game of Mockety Mock as well, which is the classic show. It's nothing like Blankety Blank. It's a completely different show, <laughs> and it's a parody if anyone asks. Um, but no, it was, it was, it was just a lot of fun. Just it sounds around. like you had a really good time, and that's yeah. that's kind of like. That's the thing you want from those sorts of shows because although it doesn't cost much to go, it's just 
you know, you want it to feel like that energy's there. Cost still. much to go. Tickets were fifteen quid. They didn't cost me because I got my mate brought them for us. Fifteen quid is not a lot to go to a live show. Yeah, I know, but for like you know, trains as well. To be honest, a lot of the time the problem in London is just getting there. Yeah. And if you buy a coffee, that doubles the cost of whatever you're doing. Um, buy anything in London. It's just too expensive. Um, but yeah, a lot of silly... <coughs> so I hope they do another one. What I kind of want to see them do is I want them to do a Christmas panto. Because friggin' that Paul Gannon blatantly wishes he was in panto. Yeah. The dude's got, like, natural entertainment presence. It seems like the bigger the audience that he has, the more silly he is. Because when you watch, like... Um, the digitised stuff they do now, right now, because the main bulk of the channel is them sitting down, messing around with something in Biffo's house. Yeah. Um, there's not much of an audience there, but he's still playing up a little bit. But the more he can get animated, the more he can run around, and the more people there are watching, it seems the sillier and more over the top he gets and the more he puts into it. And the more fun he seems to have. Yeah, he seems yeah. to be getting right. He was like running around with twirlers swinging around in the air and stuff yeah. and grabbing people's balls dressed as Pac-Man. <laughs> But, um, yeah, he's he's like proper star of the show, that guy. And, yeah. You know, Guru Larry's getting into it. It's amazing what Larry will happily do. He's like clearly got no shame now. <laughs> he's, I don't think he's got, that he's got no shame. I think he's finally found a like a crowd that he can enjoy himself like that. Yeah. With. But I think after his like ass gets fully exposed in the digitizer show, I think he just went, you know what, fuck it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No one. I don't think many people nearly died on this one. There wasn't anything like the shrimp incident. <laughs> um, Gannon did fall over like twice, <laughs> just, just face planted on the floor, and he's like, "I'm okay." <laughs> he was trying to take his giant inflatable penis off, and he fell over. Um, but yeah, it's it was just a good fun night out. Highly recommended. I hope they do more of them. Um, I kind of hope if they could, if they could get a venue the right sort of size, just film the the series like that and but the only thing is you when you do that you're going to have to have camera crews that are like proper pros and can like run around and keep up with everything they're doing but if you did that live and you had the audience all joining in and everything like that would that would be amazing but that's the sort of thing they wouldn't be able to do unless they had even more money because then you'd be adding to the cost of making the show would be like you know renting a venue and everything like but yeah really good stuff Friggin' enjoy the shit out of it. Cool. And I'm, I imagine they'll go and do another one. There's no way after that, because looking at their re- their reply, what they've been posting on Twitter today, and they're all just amazed at how much, you know, everyone loved it. I'm surprised they didn't, like, do web shows like that. Like, have a space where they could go to do a web show. Hmm. So if they could do that for three hours on the web, people would stream that yeah. at £15 a go. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, the thing is, it's like, um, I don't know, not 15 quid a go, but they could live stream it and yeah. people just chuck tips through I would, I would genuinely YouTube, I'd throw they? money at a thing to watch that for three hours yeah but if you chuck it on that's the thing though there's like a whole thing isn't there with Twitch where they're doing like um, subscriber only videos they're going to let you do aren't they but the thing is like don't do that because you'll get more money just letting people chuck in donation yeah. how much tips. do you want to pay don't call them donations mm. must remember do not call them donations I hate that when streamers call them donations because yeah. they're not donations it's a tip you're not a charity <laughs> like what are the like it's, uh... One of the weird things is that things like that, they, because there are a few, there are a few like YouTube channels that I watch like that. Like I watch, you've got stuff like Continue Show, hmm. you've got stuff like this and you've got stuff like Fun House. Continue Show should do a live 
<coughs> I've watched I've watched stuff where continue shows done like extended things, hmm. and the problem is that it's not as funny. I don't think they do continue quests anymore, do they? they no, yeah, and it's the same as Funhouse. Like Funhouse, unless they're unless they're doing something where their energy levels stay up, like when they do the drinking. Well, Funhouse have done live shows. They've got yeah. a live. They've done live tours and stuff. They've done like yeah, but unless they're uh, it, when but it comes Game to Game live. Apparently that's properly good fun game. See, I have. haven't ever seen Game Grumps live, but I met like and also Digitizer. Those are the ones that I've watched, and I'm like. I could see this working in the right environment, or I could see myself watching this as a stream. Like I did watch the drunk stream with the uh, Nintendo Switch stuff for um, for Funhouse when mm. that was being aired, because it was just them for hours getting drunk and playing One Two Switch. Yeah, and that is just a fun thing to watch. And it wasn't something I entirely focused on. Like you dip in and out, don't you? you watch something else, or you, you're doing something in the background. Um, but I, I'd love to see someone like this and sit down and actually just watch di- it. The Digitizer show really works live because part of a lot of their fun, what Mr. Biff, Mr. Biffo loves so much, is when stuff goes wrong yeah. and it's chaotic and it's a mess. And I think that's why, like, that's if why you, it works live. If you just had a couple of cameras set up to stream it, I think mm. people would tune in and watch that. They'd love that. Yeah. Yeah. You sort of like that. You could do it. Yeah, they had cameras there. I think they were testing the idea of filming stuff. Yeah. But it's only like... Right behind us, there was a couple of cameras. There was a guy who kept getting up in the back row and kept getting up, like literally every 10 minutes, wanting to go to the toilet and stuff. So chances are there's a whole ton of footage they can't use because his head kept getting in the way. Jesus. Um, Minsky was sitting in front of me. Minsky? Yeah, you know in Ashen's video, every now and again, you'll see a bold guy flash up on the screen with a goatee beard. Yeah. Yeah, that's Minsky. Oh. Um, he's got his own channel. He does, you know, he's, he's an old, he does random stuff. But he was sat right in front of me oh. during the show, which is cool, like Minsky. Yeah. Um, yeah, but you know, the main thing is I met Ashens and chatted to him for a minute, for like a minute. That's cool. Yeah. That's very he's, cool. He's the size of a human in real life. How tall? Um, about average height. How, and, uh, when you say average height, it could be five foot nine or six yeah. foot. Like, is he taller than me? Uh, he's about the same height as me, but slightly taller. Okay. Slightly taller than me, I'd okay. say. Okay, okay. But, um, he's not a pair of sentient forearms. Oh. Yeah, which I thought he would be. Um, I thought he was basically like... A sofa and the hands were roughly floating in front of them, but no, no, he's he's a person. He was wearing a sad onion T-shirt, which means that he's cosplayed as himself. Um, DJ Slope was wearing his Slope's game room hat as well, so even when he had his Sonic Hedgehog hat on, he still had his Slope's game room hat. <laughs> that's pretty decent. Yeah, um, apparently he was pissed before the show, so that's good. Get in there, yeah, mm. get drunk. But um, yeah, Mr. Hairs was there as well because Mr. Hairs and Biffo were the original digitizer guys. Yeah, yeah. And Mr. Hairs is like an actual successful writer now. Like he writes travel books and stuff like that. He's done all those books about cycling through Russia and um, Europe okay. and things like that. He's like, like you go into Weatherspoons and his books will be the ones facing forward on the shelves. You shows. mean Waterstones? Weatherspoons, yeah. Weatherspoons, if you go to Weatherspoons. Because <laughs> <laughs> people have taken the books. They're allowed to take the book and put one back. And Mr. Biff, Mr. Hare's books will be. Ones. I think that you'll find that Webstreams has a uh, as a policy now that they have nothing that celebrates anywhere outside of the UK. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> he got his beers from outside. You can fucking twat. No, in Waterstones, yeah, his books are in there. Mr. Biffo should write some books. I'd like a digitizer. He's already done books. Books. He did like digitizer Christmas books and shit like that, didn't he? Back no. in the day. No, there's no yeah. books. No digitizer like digitizer books. annuals. No. No, no digitizer oh, annuals. There's Games Master annuals. I mean, I've got one as a, a mouse map right here. Games Master, uh, the official book, featuring a morph of Dominic Diamond turned into Dexter Fletcher on the front. I forgot that Dexter Fletcher was on Games Master. Games Master! Yeah. Yeah, that guy. And now he directs Rocket Man. Yeah. And okay, Phil. Yeah. He directed um, most of Bohemian Rhapsody. No, he didn't. He took over from Brian He Singer. took over because Brian Singer's a monster. Yeah. And fucks children. And Dexter Fletcher isn't. 
No. Apart from that time he turned into a monster in Doom. He didn't turn into a monster. He did. He did. He literally turns into a pig creature. He was predetermined to have bad cells and was injected with a serum that made his body transform into a monster. Yeah, into a monster. He turned into a monster. He wasn't a monster. He wasn't a monster. He's His a body, hero. he turned into a monster. He is our hero. Doom's a good film. That new one's out soon. Oh, the one that no one knew about. I thought that was like streaming, but they're actually releasing it on DVD like a real film. No, they're not. Yeah, it Who's going to buy that on DVD? I, I, idiots. This guy right yeah. here. <laughs> You're doing it right now, aren't you? I'm buying it on streaming. Yeah. There anyway, order. Digitizer, live. Do it again, Biffo. Uh, how many are they planning to do? That was, that was it. That was oh, the one. one. Yeah, but I think after this they'll they'll plan others. Like I say, they should do a Christmas panto because that was a thing on Digitizer every year. There would be a a script, a Christmas panto, um, which I think they should do one year. I think Gannon would be well up to that. Yeah, but they'd have to do it in like October, or people would get confused and actually take their kids. No, Christmas. Take it Christmas panto. Take the it'd kids. Be funnier if it wasn't a kid. Wasn't take the kids. It'd be hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, good stuff. You review your last thing, you cock. You flange, I cuss you bad. That's a reference to Digitizer. Okay, so... You're not reviewing the Battle Cats game you just downloaded. Did you even have something planned for last thing? No, I did. It's the thing I forgot last time. No, Stranger Things. Yeah, I saw Stranger Things. Yeah, I still haven't seen the last three episodes, so... So, I'm not going to go into detail. Yeah, don't go into detail. But I am going to talk about it. But I want to know, does Will ever get to play D&D? Yeah. Good, because he, like, so far, they're not letting him... Yeah, uh, actually... No. They're just being, Will, we don't want to play D&D anymore. We're too we busy like kissing girls. girls. Too busy kissing girls and singing yeah. the never-ending theme. The never-ending um, the never-ending story theme tune. The never-ending story. <coughs> so anyway, so Stranger Things Season 3. Uh, it's a weird one because there's so much that precedes it. What's going on with your notes? Um, so Season 1 and 2, um, we obviously had the Hawkins kids dealing with interdimensional beings, trying to get into their world and trying to take over their small town. Um, and this year, things have gone a little bit more... Well, okay, so... Um, this season's going a bit Invasion of the Body Snatchers. It's pretty great. The first series is like Twilight Zone weirdness, interdimensional Well, no, stuff. no, no, let's, let's do this properly. Let's do this properly. Second one's Aliens to the so, first series, Alien. Yeah, let's, let's do this a little bit more properly. It's a bit Terminator in this series. So the first series, you have um, a monster that gets into town. It's very singular... You have mm. ideas and you have you have the story. The basic story is that Will's gone missing into the into a world mm. beyond our own, um, and the kids are looking to solve the mystery and get him back. Um, there is the sheriff of the town, mm. um, uh, Hopper, Hopper, Jeez. Hopper, and uh, and Will's mother. He's not a sheriff; he's a captain, chief of police. Oh, chief of police. Uh, Hopper Different and time. Hopper and Will's mother are trying to get him back from the from the uh, from the upside down, is what they call the world. I was in a place what? in London yesterday called Lower Place, and I thought, that's the Poundland Upside Down, isn't it? That's the UK version. Yeah. Um, it's just a bit shitter than normal life. It's uh, a bit shitter than the Upside Down. <coughs> like, you'd rather be in the Upside Down. Yeah, it's a bit like that Risk Cut as a, uh, a Love Story hmm. film, you know, like where you kill yourself, and you don't go to hell, you don't go to heaven, you just go to a version of the world that's slightly shitter, yeah. and no one can smile. Hmm. That's it. Um, you still have to work shit jobs and everything's shit, but you, it's just a little bit less, it's just, just a little bit more shit than the real world. Um, so basically, yeah, so that first one, and it's all about this big monster, the big bad, which is the Demogorgon. Oh, um, yeah. And you've got the two... Demi Moore. Yeah, you've got two groups of people. You've got the, the journalist kids are trying to find out what's going on below the surface, and uh, Steve Harrington, he's a bit of a dick. I love him. 
but he has his hero You'd moment. You have to go for the whole first series. Okay, just... sorry. Season two. So Demogorgon's defeated. Demogorgon's defeated, and and Eleven disappears. Season two. Eleven's come back. Hopper is acting as a father, a surrogate father. Um, it's not as good as season one. It's not as concise. There's a little bit of trivia in there. Paul Royster in it though. Does have Paul Royster in it? Um, so it's and season three. So season three. Spoilers. Sean Astin. Sean Astin, who dies. Yeah. Um, but they find that there's more threats coming in from the from the upside down, and now we're introduced to devil to, to demodogs. Yeah, that's why I say the second series is like aliens because yeah. it's like there's not just one now. I would say there's it's a, a shit ton. It feels a bit more like what's the film where the kid gets in the spaceship? And flies it's around? very specifically aliens. I mean, that's why Paul Rice is the navigator. In it. They're it feels, relying on your knowledge that Paul Rice is a dick in Aliens yeah. to it make feels, you think he's going to screw everyone it over. It feels a bit like Flight of the Navigator meets the Babysitter Club meets Aliens. Hmm. I think that's probably the best way I can explain it. I want to make a new Flight of the Navigator film. Yeah, well, we'll see. Um, and and by the end of that, we realise that these groups are already separating out, but there's a nice little moment where you can see that they're still kids, they go to the dance yeah. and all that stuff. In this season, the, everybody's separated out. That's Just like in Infinity War. Yeah. Um, in this season, everyone's separated out. Steve has gone to go work at, uh, at Scoops Ahoy, yeah. which is an ice cream parlour in the new Star 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 Court Mall. Yeah. Um, and he is working with... Um, You'll know the names better than I will. I can't remember her name. Robin. Robin, yeah. Yeah, he's working with Robin. She's awesome. Like who's it. awesome. There's a really sweet little moment where uh, where she's got a list of all the stuff that Steve does that's awesome and what, what's 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 not. And you can see he's got about eight ticks against the shitty lame Oh, that's side. all the times he failed to chat up a <laughs> that's it. Yeah, customer. But all, all the women seem to still be coming to see him, which is quite funny. Hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, and, and he's basically just dealing with the fact that he was the hot shit in high school and he's not. He's just trying to make ends meet now. And everybody else is going to college and stuff. Um, you've got Jonathan and Nancy. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. Jonathan and Nancy, they're working for a newspaper. They're interns. She's struggling to... Jake Boosie. Yeah. She's struggling to deal with the fact that she's not some big journalist, yet she is on the bottom rung. Yeah. Like, and she's really struggling with that. Um, they are... Like 16. Of all the stories, they're least interesting. Mm. Um, and then you've got the kids. So all the kids, again, they're back together. So they're dealing with what it means to be teenagers... And, you know, possibly what's going on below town because they're also starting to notice something's happening. And then you've got, again, Hopper, Will's mum. She's trying to find out what happened to her damn magnets. Yeah. <laughs> and Hopper's dealing with PTSD and alcoholism. I love he just goes completely off the reservation. All the fucking just the time. Just the moment he goes something, the moment he's convinced something's yeah. up, yeah. he's kicking Carrie Elway's face. Oh, it's so in. good. Get so carry our ways. Um, and he always gets got... his finger chopped off. He should have put his ankle in there. Carry would have been like, "Yeah, fuck it, done that yeah, before. I've done that before. It's Do it." Um, and one really, one of the Everybody best came back in sore for some reason. Yeah, he it turns out he was sore. Oh. Um, Chris Rock's making a sequel to Sore, oh, and it's continuing that that history. Oh. I know. Um, but one of the one of the really nice things about this season, so season two felt disjointed. It felt like it didn't work. Season three, holy shit, I couldn't get enough of this. As I was watching it, I wanted to watch the next episode. It wasn't a case of... Because season two, as soon as it was away from Steve and Dustin, I was like, oh, God. Like, I feel like with season... When, when they're making season one, they realise that those two guys really enjoy goofing around together, so that's yeah. why they gave them stuff they to do. And this season, it's like... Well, keep them together the whole time. When I think about season two, I think about the highlights of that season. You've got Sean Astin dying, which, yay, I love watching that. Um, but oh, also... he's a good guy. One of my favourite episodes is the Astin. Junkyard episode. Where they're just trying to defend the bus against the demo dogs that are yeah. trying to get in. And it's Steve basically being the babysitter from Babysitter's Club. And I was like, it's just the fact that for some reason that kid has so much charisma. And it's just stupid shit like him just talking to Robin is so watchable. 
And also, like, his little, his little spinning it's the handle. It's gonna be a star, star kid. Yeah, he's like spinning the handle of his what's little what's ice cream scoop. Who plays Steve? Uh, I can't remember. But he's he's gonna be famous. I he's think. gonna be yeah. He's gonna be big. Um, but yeah, just like so. You get got... cast as the new Red Ranger and the Power Rangers. Oh, they're, they're doing that'd be fucking <laughs> hilarious. <coughs> One of... of the other things that they've done. <coughs> so um, so Billy. Um, we've got to talk about Billy, the Billy-sized hole in the room. So season two, Billy was introduced as an antagonist to Steve. He was basically the polar yeah. opposite of Steve. Yeah, Dacon Montgomery. Yeah. Where Steve thought he was cool and he was still going to be hot shit, Billy basically was a few years older and knew that you weren't going to be hot shit, so you just Joe have to start... Keary, that's his name. You have to start being able to take a few hits. But he also, he still had that mentality of high school, so he was still a bully. Yeah, it's like he, he learned his lesson, but Billy is like... The same. He's basically the same character Steve was at the start, but yeah. even more of a dick. And he doesn't. That's learn what I mean. He anything. left high school and he realised that nothing means anything when you're in high school, yeah. and it can continue to mean nothing if you just continue acting like a prick to everyone. And Listen to Metallica and work out all the time. Yeah, and I I actually liked Billy in season two because he mm. was just like he's a dick. Yeah. Like that was it. He and everybody said, "Oh, I don't really feel like he had any character." It's like his character is he's a dick. He loves that shit. Yeah, his dad treats him like shit. So he can't fight his dad, but he'll fight everyone fucking else in the world. And everyone's met people like that. Hmm. And um, so in this season, he is, we kind of feel bad for him. Like in the beginning, he he is hitting on mums and he's doing like, he's still his self. He's he's doing great and he's like, but then as soon as like one thing, like as soon as he sees just even a drip of what's in the upside down, he gets infected and that's it. Like everything... And there are some great body horror moments in this series, and there's some fucking spectacular special effects. Yeah, the budget must have been massive for this. Um, and there is the, every every single season. The joke is that Steve gets his ass handed to him every time he gets into a fight. Hmm. Have you seen the fight between Steve and the Russian yet? Yeah, yeah, he wins. So good. Yeah, he wins. It's the, the fact fight. that he he gets into a fight with a Russian guy. He goes and smacks him in the face with something. The yeah, Russian guy's still standing. So what does Steve do? <laughs> Grabs the phone, smacks him in the face of the phone. He really wanted him to, after that fight, it was just go boring conversation anyway. Because they had already <laughs> done a friggin' yeah. Harrison Ford reference before then, but it's the fact that he said he's going to sneak up behind a guard and take him out. And he's like, the guard's got a gun. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you haven't exactly won many fights. <laughs> yeah. But um, it's just so good. Mm. Like, these kids are, these are all great at their jobs. Yeah. Like, Lucas especially. Lucas trying to be a ladies' man and saying, she's done me like 20 times, dude. Yeah. She's done me so many times. She's probably going to dump me again. Um, and I mean, I I can't really say the ending without saying, you know, what happens, but I fucking love it. I love the, I love the kids discovering the Russian subplot. I love the Terminator style villain. Mm. I love Alexei. He's great. He's just, I mean. Yeah. They've just kidnapped him in the episode I was watching. Oh, uh, they are. Oh, mm. God. He, he looks like Patrick Wilson. He does. He look, well, no. Looks like he looks, a, yeah, he does. He looks he like, looks like a weird, Wilson. sweaty version of James Marsden and Patrick Wilson. Mm. It wasn't mixed together. Maybe it's a kid. But he's real good. He's so good in it. And he's also from the beginning, so it ties in everything. Like, he's in the oh. beginning of the series and it ties everything in. It's um, like poetry. It rhymes. And, I mean, I, I do envy you because the last three episodes are <coughs> probably the best three. I mean, you've got stuff like you've got some Back to the Future callbacks. You've got Steve and Robin getting drugged. You know, it's like, it's all, it's all good shit. Like, mm. I loved it. Every single episode, just, I, one after the other, I could just consume it. I just wanted more and more. And it feels like a film, but I'm just, the only time I had any issue with this series, and it's been the same, I just don't like the characters. 
I think that Nancy and Jonathan have always been a problem. I love Nancy. She's lovely. She was lovely in the first season, and I liked the idea of her like, oh, look, this person's deep and she's got a romance going, and like Steve's not the right person for her. He's kind of a Ooh. dick, and she's realizing that. Great. But then season two, she was like, I'm a journalist. I'm talking to journalists. And then this season, she's like, I'm a journalist, damn it. It's like, no, you're an intern. Get coffee. No, I'm a but journalist. she's like believing in the American dream and all this oh. sort of stuff. That's her whole thing is that she believes in the American dream and that she's going to succeed, but she doesn't realise that it takes time. And it takes time to... and more effort than yeah. she's putting in. Because the thing is, it's like the people who are putting her down there are dicks, which yeah. makes her want to succeed even more. But the thing is that like, she's immediately in a new job and she's mm. like, I deserve to be running this place. And it's like, mm. what evidence do you have of that? No. You haven't done this for very long. You worked in a school newspaper. I mean, it's not like Sam Witwicky, who had saved the world twice and still didn't have a decent job in Transformers Dark I still Dark fucking hate Jonathan, though. Jonathan, yeah. He, he does nothing. Stuff? I can't reason. Yeah, well, he's there to get... Uh, uh, Season one, he did nothing. He Season punched Steve. Did nothing. And taught Steve She, she gets that gun. Again, in this series, she gets that gun. She pings off some great shots. Mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean... What can I say? It's Stranger Things. Season two, even though it wasn't very good, it's still like a good six out of ten. Mm. But this is right up there. It's like a nine out of ten. This is like this is great TV. It. First It'll series, now. first series, eight out of ten. Second series, six out of ten. This series, nine out of ten. This is mm. this is just great. Mm. And the ending, you're gonna fucking love it. But I think that you shouldn't review it now. Review it next episode. They summon the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. No, no, no. Oh. But you'll really like it because it's it, it, you know like there's a stupid moment. But then that's followed by probably the greatest round of special effects I've seen in anything that's not a film. And that rat exploding is pretty fucking incredible in this series. The rat just and then yeah. dripping along the floor. Um, there's more of that. But yeah, just you'll fucking love it. This is this is good. Great. This is Tom Atkins. I'm going to do what I do with all the shows nowadays. I'm just not going to watch the last few episodes. No, I know you're not. Yeah, and then I'm going to fucking complain for hours. I'll just, I'll just spoil it next episode if you don't. No. No, you're playing the Stranger Things game on Switch. No. Is it a mobile? It looks like a mobile phone game. It does look like a mobile phone game. Oh, God, my nose. Fucking hell. Right, you done? Yeah, I'm done. Shit, well, that's it. Is it? Yeah, that was the last review. Oh. Yeah. Sub two hours for once. There's Jesus. Friggin well, we can still talk for 27 minutes. No. <laughs> fucking no. Um, <coughs> People so excited where? about Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. I'm really looking forward to that because I just finished Jason Aaron's run of Doctor Strange. Yeah, no, well, what I want to see is I want to see him go to another dimension where he meets a doctor like him, someone who's a doctor and a wizard called Doctor Mordred. Let's tie Jeffrey Coombs. We get the Doctor Strange film that never no, was. No, no, no. You're doing it wrong. There was a there was a run of comics. Yeah. There was a run of comics when Doctor Strange was depowered after the Imperius attack called Doctor Strange and the Sorcerer's Supreme. And it had everyone from different stages who were the Sorcerer's Supreme. One of them was Nikola Tesla. Nice. And he had this battle armour. And Nikola Tesla. Jeffrey Combs. Oh. Jeffrey Combs. Actually, Jeffrey Combs. As Nikola Tesla. Oh. Nikolai Tesla? No, no, I just want Jeffrey Combs. Yeah, Jeffrey Combs and Nikola Tesla. No, not Nikola Tesla. In this weird Jeffrey Combs, the actor. And it had Magic, when Magic was like 40. And he's like, Like, if Jeffrey Combs turned up right in real life... And started telling you that magic stuff existed. You would believe him because, like, you see him enough on film to be convinced. You've got to remember that there's a Jeffrey Combs sweatometer, mm-hmm. and once he hits Frighteners level of sweat, then I believe him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's got himself his freaking hemorrhoid. Suit. Yeah, he's got and he's got the Nazi hair. Yeah, it's fucking it's- amazing <laughs> in that film. He's amazing in every film. 
Guy's fantastic. He is great. He really commits, doesn't he? Like he was always my choice to be voicing Deadpool. I like I, if like I was always like if you do a Deadpool thing, have Jeffrey Combs voice him. Really? Yeah, perfect Deadpool voice. In the comic books, Deadpool's voice is described as a husky Demi Moore. Oh really? Yeah. Fucking Jeffrey Combs. Yeah. Fucking name. Demi Moore's already quite husky. Yeah, well, a more husky. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I'm really looking, for Doct- looking forward to Doctor Strange. Um, I really want them to introduce Zelda, and I want them to... The name's Link. Zelda's the princess. <laughs> no, Zelda's her... Well, Zelda's his assistant in the beginning of the Imperious, um, the Imperious fight. It's going to be um, Scarlet Witch stuff, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's what's going on. Yeah. But um, I'm looking forward to it. I really like Doctor Strange. I rewatched the film again not long ago, and... It holds up. It's one of the few uh, origin stories that I think is very rewatchable. One Doctor. Oh yeah, Doctor Strange. Yeah. I I think Iron Man, Doctor Strange, and mate Dave's got a copy of the screenplay, like from the set. Oh really? Yeah, his uncle worked on it. Oh, my friend. She did makeup for people, and she accidentally looked Mad Mickelson. He was like, "Oh, I don't want to read it because you know I haven't seen the first one." I'm like, "That is the first one." So no, no, I'm sure it's a sequel. So there hasn't been a sequel to Doctor Strange. Well, maybe they're filming the sequel now. No, it means for free. I'm just like Jesus Christ. It means for free. Wasn't he in that first? Yeah, I don't know. I just... um, but yeah, I, I'm really looking forward. I mean, there's loads of stuff that's been announced. They've got a What If animated series that's happening. You've got, oh, yeah. Yeah, you've got... one it's got um, Damien Dark's in that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Whoever, whatever character he plays in the Marvel... Damien Dark, that's the character he plays in the Marvel films. Yeah. Definitely. Um, but there's loads of loads of. You're really not even inter- questioning it. You're not even no. questioning that it's Damien Dark. No. no. What's his name? Neil McDonough. He was M. Bison in um, yeah. Ch- Street yeah, Fighter. Yeah, you're thinking of Dum Dum Dugan. Yeah. Yeah, you're thinking of Dum yeah. Dum Dugan. You're thinking of the story of what if yeah. Dum Dum Dugan got picked for the picked for the Super Soldier thing, aren't you? No, well, they're doing they're doing a thing anyway. They're doing That's what they're going to do. They're oh, going to really? have him in it, and it's got Hayley Atwell's in the list of people, so they're oh, doing really? something. I think what they should just do is they should do what if we actually finished Agent Carter, the series. Because <laughs> fucking Jesus... Like that show is actually good, um, but yeah, like there's loads of stuff that they're bringing out. It's all been announced. We've got two films next year, and then seven the year after. There's not seven films. It's seven including series and they, stuff. They, there were seven things. Everyone was like seven films in 2020. Yeah. Like they're, they're counting the, the shows. next year is Black Widow and Shang Chi, which has actually got the Mandarin. Yeah, yeah, they're doing the Mandarin, which I'm looking forward to. Shang Chi's got to be good. Like it's a martial arts film. I thought the guy. They- Got his um, Simu Liu or something. Yeah. But I remember there was talk about Ludi Lin apparently being auditioning for it, and he was he was Zack in the Power Rangers movie. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that guy's all right. He was he was good in that film. I want Donnie Yen to be a villain. Donnie Yen's not in it. I want Donnie Yen to be a villain. No, I want Donnie Yen to come back like Mads Mikkelsen was the villain in in, Stra- in Doctor Strange. I want Donnie Yen to come in as a villain, and instead of him being like, I know every martial arts, so I want Donnie Yen to go like. Just like get into pose and then beckon him towards him, and then as soon as he tries to hit him, just beats the living shit out of him. And goes, come back when you're stronger, and mm. then just comes back every so often to kick the shit out of Shang Chi. Fight with Batista. No, they should bring in Spider Man though. Yeah. Spider Man Shang Chi because they have a really good storyline. Uh, there's a point where Spider Man always loses his loses his um, spider sense. Is Peter Tingle? Yeah, Peter Tingle. Yeah. Um, Spider Man always uses loses his. I'm going to type Peter Tingle into I mean, <laughs> and that, Basically, Shang Chi he uh, <laughs> teaches Peter to fight using martial arts. So yeah. he uses like a instead of using like um, his just normal style, which is just sort of like fling and know what you're doing through Spider Sense. 
he learns to combat using actual martial arts. It's really good. I don't really like strong. Spider-Man being good at stuff. Everything's got to be shit for him. <laughs> well, everything kind of is shit for him. He still gets beaten up, got hit by a train. <laughs> One of my favourite sequences in a Marvel film in the last <laughs> ten years. <laughs> Fucking... He could have stopped that. He could. Just a few webs. Yeah. Um, oh, just holy shit, that's I a good I rewatched that sequence from Spider-Man 2 a while ago, and it yeah. just still just at the end of it, just like... Fucking I know, it's They're so good. Tell well, I told you, didn't I? I bought all of the uh, Spider-Man films on iTunes in 4K all for a tenner. Yeah. All three of them in 4K for a tenner. And, and then there was nothing until like they did Spider-Man Homecoming. I know, right? It's weird because I got Spider-Man Homecoming and Into the Spider-Verse for another tenner. Hmm. Um, it's a good thing there weren't films in between that because that would have cost me another tenner. Yeah. And they wouldn't want to spend that. Um, but no, those those films hold up. Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3 hold up. Like, Spider-Man 3 is still bad, but there's like moments in that where you're like, I can see someone made a good film and then yeah. ruined it. Even like I reckon, even though Eddie Brock played by Topher Grace isn't great, I could see that working in some instances. Yeah, it's a it's a Sam Raimi film. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. Oh, that fucking actually one thing that does still stand up in all of those films, Bruce Campbell, hmm. still great. Every everyone. Who's going to be Mysterio? <laughs> Romance. I am French. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Mysterios. Good old Mysterio. But yeah. Um, all right. Well, I think that's the end, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah? All right. Well, Anne, you are Mellow Gaming on YouTube? Yeah, sure, possibly. You are the most popular Mellow Gaming channel on any YouTube? Yeah, 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 I think so. Someone else has stolen my logo again. Kick off, mate. It happens every now and again. Don't take it. Why do people love that logo? I'm going to put a little TM. I'm going to click start TM on it. Well, no, I'll actually get it trademarked for you. It doesn't cost that much. You're freaking... Assholes. I'll get trademarked in my name though, so I'll fuck you one day. <laughs> one day someone's gonna pinch that logo and their channel will be super successful and everyone will be going on my channel going, you get all your Why do you steal that person's you logo? You get all the revenue, we'll sue them into oblivion. Yeah. Um okay, so alright. Jable's going off the jack in the box. Yeah. Um okay, so they can find you on Twitter, LV54 Space Monkey. Probably best not to. They can find you on YouTube under Mellow Gaming. They can find me on Twitter under Acritapocalypse. And also on YouTube as Chris Apocalypse. I don't have anything on YouTube. Don't so go. Why even mention it? Just it's on there. You know, never know. What get about some your views. Get some views. Get some... My Pornhub isn't really for our audience. Uh, There's no real gaming related content. I'm sending your game a bar for yet. No, I did shove a Wii remote on my arsehole though, so maybe we can get some likes on that. Freaking Belle Dafine might be the greatest business person. Well, she's not actually sent her bath water out, is she? That's well, she what people say. People saying. received it. Yeah, but people are saying it's not actually her bath water because they've had it tested. You can't, it's going to be damaged. Well, no, no, they'll be like, they'll still be like, there won't be skin, skin flakes stuff. and stuff. Yeah, it yeah, degrades in the freaking soap. I don't know, you kids today. Oh, don't understand your science. Anyway, who cares if it's a bath war? If you're a weirdo buying that shit on the internet, then everyone should just point and laugh when you complain. Because you spent $60 on some water in a jar because a girl sat in it. <laughs> fucking weirdos. Yeah, but some people buy underwear in Japan from yeah. vending machines. It, that does, it's a myth. Right. No, it does actually say exist. Goodbye. Say goodbye. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to talk to either of us, we are very open to talking on Twitter, aren't no. we? No. Yeah, well, as always, Trump fucks kids. No, oh, for God's sake. He does. Jeffrey Epstein He is- just happens to know... And have employed a number of well-known paedophiles. Jeffrey Epstein has been arrested, mm-hmm. so hopefully Prince Andrew's next. Yeah, maybe. Because he didn't get convicted somehow for paedophilia, despite it's fucking royalty. a child. It's what you can't arrest royalty. Jeffrey Epstein's fucked a bunch of kids. Mm. He's got CDs that are marked with just child porn. Yeah. And Donald Trump has doubled down on the racism, so I assume that something in there is scaring him. Yeah. 
It's probably all the kid fucking he's done. Yeah. Because he's a fucking paedophile. Anyway. The President of the United States is a paedophile. It doesn't matter, they wouldn't impeach him. I mean, they would if he was a registered sex offender. They won't. And a paedophile. He already is. He's got 22, like, court cases. Yeah, but he hasn't been convicted. If they've got video evidence... Of him. He still wouldn't. No, he needs to go in prison. If that's if there's video evidence that he's done something, someone will convict him and they will prove it's him and he will I go to prison. Too much faith in Americans. He, <laughs> he is a fucking paedophile. America is run by a paedophile. Mm. Why can't they just get blowjobs like in the old days? Blowies from kids. Mm. <laughs> no, from the interns. <laughs> no. I like the way like I said blowies from kids and you went. No! 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 How did he do that? What sort of Jedi mind trick was that? Alright, anyway, everyone, thank you for listening as always. If you are a fan of Donald Trump, then please stop. Yeah, bye. (laughs) Bye.